What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the Brio Beardscape, my favorite new buzzer. The Beardscape is sick. Here's the deal. Just about every guy I know owns a trimmer. The battery-powered or plug-in ones that you use to trim your beard or maybe your bowels. And just about every guy has about has a bad experience with one. I've had cheap ones that I bought at drugstores. I've had attachments go missing. I've had motors die. I've had batteries wear out, you name it. The Beardscape solves all that. It's light, it comes in a great little travel case, so it's easy to take on the road with you. The battery lasts 180 minutes of use with an actual minute indicator on it, so you know how much juice you've got less. For me, 180 minutes is basically a year worth of buzzing. Uh, and then it's got a ceramic blade, which tar- uh, which doesn't stain the way that uh, stainless steel blades, I know that's an oxymoron, but it stays sharp longer, it doesn't get rusted the way that stainless steel can. The Beardscape is just, it's great. It's got good torque. It's got a, a nice motor in it, and uh, it's a really, really quality product. I like it a lot. It may be time for you to upgrade to the Beardscape. Go to Brio4Life.com. That's Brio, the number four, life.com, and use code SMOKING at checkout to get yourself the Brio Beardscape at the best price on the internet, my friend. Brio4Life.com, code SMOKING for the Brio Beardscape. Uh, Autotempest.com is here for you, folks. It's here for you. What it does is it makes your life easier by saving you time and therefore saving you money. I like to look at cars sometimes. I like to check the market, see what certain cars are worth, but you, maybe you like to look at cars, maybe you don't, but may, but you're always eventually gonna be looking for a new car. And Autotempest.com makes that so much easier because rather than going to all of these different sites and opening like a dozen tabs on your computer, Autotempest looks through all of those sites for you and then it compares those results to Craigslist nationally and Auto Trader. All of the biggest marketplaces for cars, all in one place at autotempest.com. Saves you time, it saves you money, and it helps organize that giant world of used cars out there. So check it out and save yourself some time at autotempest.com. And of course, Continental belts and hoses are in the house. When you service your car, you're probably thinking about fluids and filters. You're probably not thinking belts and hoses, but you should be. Check out your belts and your hoses next time you look under the hood. If they're dry, cracking, or brittle looking, or fading in color, it may be time to replace them. And if so, you're going to want to think about Continental Belts and Hoses. They just launched the aftermarket Multi-V Belt. It's got the OE pedigree, and what that means is Continental makes the original equipment belts for uh, like 98% of vehicles on the road. The majority of BMWs and Volkswagens, all of the Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles, they're out there, and that engineering can be go- can get into your car even in the aftermarket. Uh, go, uh, you get enough surprises under the hood. Don't let a blown belt or hose be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OE Technology Series. 
All right, on this episode, an old friend stops by. Uh, Mr. Dan Neal is uh, the automotive critic for the Wall Street Journal. He is the only automotive critic uh, to have won a Pulitzer Prize. His writing is uh, incredibly SAT word filled. <laughs> he has he's had some amazingly interesting experiences. He has a very unique perspective on cars. And I did a TV show with him back in the day that was really fun. So here he is in studio, Dan Neal of the Wall Street Journal on the Smoking Tire Podcast. Yeah. Let's go to the wide, and there we are. Yeah. Smoking Tire Podcast. Hello, Hi. folks. Hi. Are we live? Do we have an audience? Mm -hmm. Can we set, Can we call this a show? It's fucking Friday at 5.30. We have to do all our shows in the afternoon now because that giant construction site outside. Not mine, the pipeline joint. I saw that, yeah. That's, so, uh, yeah. So I we have about that. limited office hours. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, do, sure, do a show if you like the sound of jackhammer. I was sitting the other day. I haven't worried about it, and it was just loud. I'm like, what if that gas main explodes? Oh, and yeah. I'm sitting right here, mm. and that's how you it You won't ends. feel it. You won't feel it. I won't, but I'll be no. mad. I'll still I be mean, mad yeah, somehow. I got to say, uh, what if? <laughs> Dan Neal, so the no, Wall Street I'm, Journal is in the house. Thank Hi, you Dan. So hey, how are you? It's nice Welcome to back. See you. Great to see you, Zach. Oh, <laughs> great to see you. And uh, now, is, uh, will you move the studio over to- uh, If it explodes? No, I'm saying to the new building. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so there's yeah. a spot in the new building for uh, the yes. uh, Smoking Tire There's a new studio, and it's going to be way better than this studio. Okay. Right. This studio it, is a piece of shit. Is it fair to say you've built a studio with a- 40 car garage attached to it or? yes okay <laughs> no yeah uh, it's um the studio itself is not going to be fancy originally the plan was fancy originally the plan was like corolla digital kind of shit and then we were like mm, that's not really necessary I so it's basically going to be a room about this size that has a window to the outside and another window into the car warehouse and we're going to set it up sort of like this except the producer's chair, Zach's, where Zach is at now, is going to be at the end of the table, and and so he'll have to. The producer will have to sit behind monitors, mm -hmm. but it'll just be better. Wow. Well, it, it's too bad. I'm sure, that's you, very interesting to the people at home. But it's, well, you know, you could do it on the top of your house, and uh, the, but uh, microphones would pick up too much wind, and that would be a problem. Yeah, no, it'd be like filming at Willow's, like recording at Willow Springs. Right. 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 <laughs> Eight, oh, we don't oh. want to. We we originally considered a home studio and then decided for parking reasons, which you well know that we should abandon that plan. Oyve. Hey, can I ask you a question first? Uh, what have you driven fast at Willow lately, or this at Willow? At Willow specifically at yeah, Willow? Yeah, because I saw some nothing track. in a long time. Oh, oh I've, I've 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 actually had a disproportionate number of days at Auto Club Speedway this year. So far, mm, really? Which you can go fast. You can go as fuck. way faster than Willow. <laughs> really? Yeah. really? Well, it's yeah. half of a NASCAR track. Like. Is this a uh, like lapping days kind of deal? Yeah, HPD stuff. But you showed up in a 720s Spider, mm. which is the best. Mm, it's really nice. What's the name of that color you brought? The blue. Oh, I don't know. It's uh, the dark uh, blue. Well, can I say it's a fuck me blue? I think is uh, a good. <laughs> but you color don't know the color. <laughs> I'm sure you would. I thought well, you it is. Know it's the code. A, yeah, there's. A, Do you have the key in your pocket? It uh, might say it on the key. And that's a good thought. It oh, usually does. I'll check. Uh, but it's no, that no. it's that super hot electric blue that they do. Mm -hmm, and how nice cool. are those glass buttresses? Oh, everything about that car, especially when you talk about the uh, the atmospherics, like sitting in the car and the fact that you can see through those pillars because they're so uh, slim and the fact that, you know, you've got uh, the the glass in the back drops oh. down and you've got the transparent uh, pillars. It's an it's an unusual feeling. It's almost a uh, almost motorcycle like. Uh, yeah, definitely open wheel like. Yeah, it's you, you have you have like 
a, a cockpit, but you also have kind of this like mm-hmm. you're in the outside. It's like you, you actually have a nice outdoor feel. And it's I did lovely. have a moment where it did feel kind of McLaren-esque in the fact that you, I mean, you look down, you just you this the chop of the nose is so steep that you just see the road. Yeah, and you are kind of sitting in between the tires, like a, you know the old McLarens. Yeah. And, uh, so it's it's a uh, they're brilliant, but at, uh, at that track bending. Auto Club Speedway, oh yes, 181 miles an hour I saw on the front straight there, okay. 180 fucking one. I've never seen that on a racetrack before, uh, other than the Nurburgring uh, or maybe Spa. Uh, I don't think pretty, that's even possible in a street car in most places. I've seen it, but it's high. It's super high. It definitely, <laughs> is high. I have to say it, but I'm it's it's, it's super as high. high as I suspect you are. Well, no, no. I, here's the thing. Hardly. <laughs> I have some monastic life. I live. Uh, the uh, the I was invited to drive the celebrity uh, E Pace race. Uh, before, no fucking way. Before but, the uh, Formula right. E. I'm sorry. It's, it's the I Pace. Got to get clear. That's yeah, the electric. Oh, right. Which is very yeah. confusing. Right. Exactly. Uh, because they were I late on the I is electric. E is a side. Yeah, and uh, intellectual property, of course, is IP. I, <laughs> and, I uh, means electric. E means small. Uh, trademark. Uh, trademark. Registered trademark. So yeah. anyway, that's why they didn't call it that. The uh, I got invited, but they said they needed an FIA uh, license, competition license, and Boom. they said uh, they said uh, uh, said you have one current. I said no, I've got a Porsche <laughs> master's degree from the the crazy place in Alabama, which anybody can fog a mirror can get. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, <laughs> I have a certain. <laughs> And, That's uh, a good yeah. I have a certificate that you can just yeah. buy. Yeah, is that, yeah, exactly. is that okay? Well, now, here's the great thing. I also have something called the FIA Unlimited License. Uh, now, uh, when uh, I did top speed testing at Talladega many years ago, uh, we did a thing. It was Saab, right? And there's 30 days at Talladega, and they're setting all kinds of endurance records. Oh, and, I remember and they had that. teams yeah, cool. of people come in and drive. It was really cool because I did, I don't know, four or five stints. Uh, you know, maxed out 150 miles an hour, never lifting, you know, all the way around. Did you actually, did you set the cruise control or did you even you could, bother you with You could, your- <laughs> it was like uh, you, when your foot got tired. It, the thing is that your foot would get tired. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it was, uh, but then you, you'd, we were like right at the edge, uh, you know, chipping along at the top a bank of uh, Talladega. You know, one, I must have, I, I don't know, I might have four or 500 laps there. Well, uh, you know, it's like a monster. In a Saab 9000. Exactly. In a Saab 900, uh, you know, but it was all turbo yeah, because yeah. the top seat was what year? What year are we talking this about? This is 1992, three, something like that. Is this that? the Saab Aero? Nine, I, I probably was in that 900 Aero maybe well right? Aero was a little bit more cosmetic uh, uh, <laughs> but these were but these were these Look, are, can you get the Saab the Saab yeah, top check, speed check, records uh, yeah at Talladega it's, yeah it's a it, was a it was a known thing it was cool yeah I remember because it was like 24 hours at top speed or some shit right it was something like right. that right well it set that record it set a bunch of intermediate records it set you know the 2 liter 24 hour <laughs> endurance and then the 2 liter 2 week endurance <laughs> you 2 know? week endurance uh, yeah it was went on and on and on. Did they well, have you know, a gate? The people in Georgia were delighted. One you know, car, right? Del- Alabama. Huh? they break anything on the car? No, no, not just one car. Many cars. Oh, okay. Many cars. <laughs> oh, my God. The <laughs> track was filled with... Uh, oh, here, wait, this is old as 09. It, no, this oh, is wait. it. It's from Hemmings, but it's talking it about is. it back in the day. What? Uh, what's the date it said there? It was, uh, I think it said 96 in Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was one of the uh, drivers there. Yeah. I'm in, so, wow. I got, so I got this... The uh, Saab no- oh, 06 New Generation 900s to mount the Saab 900 Talladega Challenge. That's it. 
six months and one point two three million dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I wow, know, I know that's like tip money these days. But anyway, that's great. Yeah, some yeah. will be driven by professional drivers. Some will be done by journalists. Every journalist will give at least get two model variants around the clock for two hundred hours. <laughs> That's oh awesome. my god! That's wow! Fucking, I miss Sobs. Right Sobs right were red. It averaged one forty three for twelve hours, right, uh, right, which right. was two miles an hour faster than it's than the day previous. So that's exciting. Well, it was what a, a weird, <laughs> yeah, weird record. No, no why, but listen, why are we going for some of these? By the way, oh well, seems well, as I was do this, as I was just saying about the, the VW IDR. I'm sure you read my uh, seminal work on the. Uh, that, There's uh, a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, we got paywalled out. Sorry. All right. Well, seminal work notwithstanding. No, honestly, uh, the deal is this. Um, VW is reduced to doing these kinds of stunts and demonstrations like they did in the early days of barnstorming automobiles, like like Daimler and, and like uh, Benz and like Ford and, you know, the, the old uh, 999, all of the Barney Oldfield, uh, all of these uh, stunts were done to prove the reliability, the desirability of cars. And, and Other than the Nurburgring record, do we have stunts? I guess it's Pike's Peak. Well, are we talking are we well, Pike's to that Peak, as a stunt? Listen, uh, that's motorsport, though. See now, motorsport here's a stunt? Uh, well, it, no, no, that's like motors, a, but that's like a development. Yeah, know, like towing, towing the space shuttle across a bridge. I hate is that. Stunt. Fuck that's stunt. the dumbest shit in the world. You wow, can do that wow, that's, 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 that's really harsh. Uh, maybe uh, you should it back is. off from that. Just a bit dumbest shit in the world. There, you know, there uh, are humans that can pull the space yeah. shuttle. A human being has pulled planes. You know, distance. I saw a lot of anti-vaxxers today, too, just speaking. I don't know why it came to mind. But anyway. Uh, I agree with Matt completely. I wrote a very long rant about this in 2010. Uh, I was fucking pissed. And well, but, but I, okay. Yeah, it's, 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 okay. Anyway, where were we? Because when they go, the new Stunts. Tundra can PR tow a Stunts. plane, and you're Stunts. like, here's a guy towing a plane. Same, so well, there, anyway, uh, you know, there are physics. It's just there it are uh, there are real stunts, and then there are uh, uh, fake stunts. Well, you think of the blue train, uh, Bentley. Uh, the, oh, you yeah. know that was a, that was a stunt, but it was also a real demonstration power. Uh, you, th- you talk about uh, you know what, what was the Ford GT at Le Mans all about? It was competition, but it was also a demonstration. I agree. Uh, I, I remember. Agree with I remember when the Mercedes uh, C a one 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 it was a diesel powered oh, streamliner yeah. four at 400 kph 1989 something like that that was a, a, a demonstrator uh, and then craig breedlove and all of these people no right? those are great those, awesome things i'm not disagreeing with you but here but hear me out now so these cats who did the vw i the idr which went mm-hmm. around the ring in 605 and uh, which was smoking. I mean, yeah. you could barely see the video. The, God- the video is so crazy. Fast. You you could barely see the goddamn thing going past. It was so exciting. I I mean, were you there? Yeah, I was there. Oh, I awesome. went for it just to, uh, to write about it because, and I was the Sorry, only Pitt American Wall. there. No, <laughs> I'm serious. Damn, Sorry. that's harsh. That's really cold. No, it's not. Is that going to be on my tombstone? No, you know, I didn't say? see it. Paywall. It's not like I saw it and went, oh fuck this paywall. No, I no, also, no, no. I might have just not seen it. Did no. it come out while I was on the honeymoon? Is that why I missed this? Could be. When did it come out? Have I been? Uh, when did you have a honeymoon? Like two weeks ago. Oh, well, then it was right when. Uh, oh, yes, okay. So sorry, I was go. on an internet break. I'm sorry. Dan. Oh no, I'm. Uh, so what was now, it like? I, now I'm the schmuck. Well, because, fucking, you uh, tell me. Uh, you tell me about what it was like <laughs> to go to the Nurburgring. Then. Well, first I went to Pikes Peak last year to see this car 
run and then uh it blew my mind it went at pike's peak uh like uh, a bat out of hell and the people who were putting it together were really cool and then uh they rejiggered the car uh they went to they went to goodwood they stormed that then oh, this they had a big fucking code brown at goodwood do you see that slide yeah of course, of course. this is not a this is not a chip shot none he of had this a is, big oh shit moment at, at goodwood festival speed where he was the two rear wheels were in the grass, basically sideways. He recovered it, but it was gnarly. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was good. Uh, 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 Mr. Dumas is quite. Yeah, he, he's pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah, basically he's... you're basically running like a twelve hundred horsepower up a driveway. Well, now hang on, it's not no, don't crazy. It's a, it's it. Dig this now. It's six hundred uh, uh, horsepower. It's twelve hundred uh, uh, kilograms. Now it. It can discharge at about uh, about 800 kilowatts, uh, and it can go around the ring in 605. So after they conquered this, they they were said, well, what else should we do? They're actually asking for things, uh, suggestions, what to do. I suggested Talladega, and I suggested going after Davy Allison's 221, the closed course record. I and, like that. Right, and they said, well, you know, and the, I, I was talking to the the main guy. His name's Mike. It's got a really, it's a Dutch spelling. Oh, sorry, it's a Dutch spelling of Mike. Uh, M A Y K. So cool. M A Y K. Yeah, you pronounce it Mike. Uh, I would Mike. pronounce that Make. Well, of course, until you, someone corrected you and said <laughs> Mike. <Fair. laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> so you're they're like wrong country. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he said they they were looking for uh, things to do with this car, and um, and I uh, so the Talladega thing uh, bubbled up. There's uh, good reasons and What's, bad reasons. Uh, the, uh, the Bill Elliott Daytona record is that two forty? Uh, no, no, no. What's the, uh, da- what's the NASCAR? Is Allison is it Allison? Allison is that the all time fastest recorded NASCAR lap? No, it's close course. It's not just NASCAR. Hmm. Two twenty one. What uh, year? Uh, it's like 87? Oh, thank you. Uh, no. Uh, Zach, would what you help, up? help a brother out? Uh, I it is sworn uh, there was a Bill Elliott qualifying record look up Allison, like 87. Uh, look up Allison, closed course record, Talladega. I don't know. I'm sure it's awesome. Well, it's, it's but and in those days, uh, oh, I was uh, I was checking out. Uh, you know, I was at Jonathan Ward's place yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's got one of those uh, Superbirds. Remember, we oh, did a yeah. Superbird for the show, oh, and yeah. I was telling him what a hunk of junk <laughs> it was, and uh, and how it could not be redeemed by any engineering known to man. Mike, have you driven Mike Musto's? Or is do you it know a, about it? Well, I mean, is it a Hotchkiss special? Because yeah, okay, yeah, okay. It's not Hotchkiss. It's a Ride Tech special. It's it's a big. It's a pro touring deal. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then on the it, other so side of the it scene, is possible to redeem it. But. On that very same day that I drove that shitbird, uh, <laughs> I uh, drove also the finest. Uh, racing uh, track car I ha- still to this day the most thrilling was that Hodgkiss built Camaro oh yeah my god yeah. what a great car you just could a what a suspension oh, was that? it was just a full suspension uh, the Camaro not, RS 68 was a full the full kit it was the full Mac man it was the full Tub kit tube. but it wasn't that crazy like it, it was, wasn't but that was that was the beginning of Pro Touring yeah like that was right when it was getting really popular it was right when it got it, good it was, it was right, and, and they were like I rode in uh Gone, Jimmy great. Day's AMX, which is not a car I uh, think is attractive, and I rode with him on GMR, I think, and I was like, "This thing turns, stops like like a 911." Yeah, I didn't think and he can drive the shit out of it, and yeah. all, all of those, and those are great because now they've gotten a lot cheaper. A lot of those Pro Touring builds were like 150, 200 Gs for a while. 
And now well, that's a, that brings up that's a they whole are other if you thing. build them. If you build them, but we're not. Yet. But no one. Uh, but that build was pretty mild. It was an LS one. It was a T fifty six. It wasn't 66, crazy. Yeah. It was very well. Like the fine tuning was there, so it like. If you can make one of them things drive like predictably, that's great. The Hotchkiss stuff Even does, if it's a, not, does yeah. a ton. It helps you should so see. Much. I drove that dude Josh Kalis's '69 Camaro. It's fourteen hundred horsepower, and I was doing just one eighty pulls over and for zero to one eighty, zero to one eighty, zero to one eighty, zero to one eighty. It was fucking phenomenal. Well, there's just a body left at that point. Right? No, no, it was a it was a real Camaro. Uh, it had a cage in it, it had, but it was yeah. a real. It was he drove the street. Camaro of uh, uh, frame rails. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very hmm. real Camaro. I think at the time he had original glass and stuff too. Yeah. Um, I I'll find the Speed Hunters thing. It was a beast. No, I mean, it, it was. It was a, like a. I don't know if it was a Nelson engine, but it was something you know on that level where. Well, it was just I, super crazy. fucking hey, that's a really fast if, if for uh, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would. I would not no, welcome they were, that. No, I think that thing runs like one seventy and a half. Uh, it's it's crazy fast. Uh, as you know, I I like to, I like them built well. I'm I'm uh, I'm leery yeah. of uh, something snapping and. Well, no, this was this no, was no, this solid. He he's done a lot of events in it, and it's not you know mm. not quite as high as Big Red, but it's very very serious and he's been running it for a long long time yeah. and you know who does the, you know who does those the best is right in your backyard is, is detroit it? speed yeah they're in mooresville uh-huh. and their shit is off the wall uh-huh. i mean they have they put 315s at all four corners you know big ls built ls7s like autocross monsters do you know want to know what my retirement build is <laughs> yeah a rat rod yeah, okay. buddy. Yeah, uh, buddy. Rap, right, or some with some. Wh- which rap, kind? Well, something with taped headers, a big nasty old supercharger on top of a big old nasty V8. You do live in North Carolina, and we're, dude. Yeah, they're every great. once in a while. Yeah, they are great. great. And, you know, and they are great. And and you can. Uh, uh, I have been born again hard, as they said. And, you know, and uh, what was that movie? <laughs> After your prison. Uh, there's a couple movies. Yeah, in yeah, that yeah, born again hard. It was, uh, <laughs> full Metal Jacket. That's right. Yeah, full Metal Jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. born again hard. Uh, <clears throat> Pile, you are born again hard. <laughs> I might let you join my beloved court. That was very That's good. good. Thank That's you. That's a good. I also uh, do Shakespeare. Really How much good Shakespeare? Arlie Arlie. How much Shakespeare do you need? Do Shakespeare in Arlie? Uh, <laughs> That's right. Arlie's That's right. How do you say? Senor Antonio, <laughs> many's a time in the marketplace you has rated me for my money and my usances, even though you have spit me, you have spit on me, called me dog. That's no, you have, you have kicked me, called me dog, spit on my Jewish jeopardy, and now you, you, come to me for help. Anyway, that's- That's, that's very good. That's exactly four more sentences of Shakespeare than I know. Oh, uh, yeah. And in Arlie Army's voice. Nice work, sir. I see. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Wait. So your dream builds a rat. What happened to your fossil Vega? I thought your fossil Vega was your retirement. No. Plan. Uh, no. Hell no. I mean, first of all, all the cars that I thought were remotely like uh, grabbable. You know, for example, uh, I actually thought perhaps I would get uh, a Maserati. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Bora. Merit. No, no, no. It's the good one. Mexico. <laughs> no. Comes uh, in. No, no. The Maserati. Buy uh, turbo. <laughs> yeah. The, what, the It'll best come one? to me. Yeah. The, the, MC12. The, no, it was the one that had the top. Uh, they, 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 it was a coupe, and then they had a- Cambio know, Corsa? No. Oh, shit. We're going to hate ourselves when we think of this car. How, how far back? This is like 70s, early 70s. 1500? No, no. Uh, yeah, Mistral? God, they're all. You're naming I can't, them all. I'm, I know you're Birdcage. I've now covered every Maserati I know. 
and it'll come to me. Anyway, so uh, okay. I wanted to get one of those. They were seventy thousand. The next time I looked, they were one hundred seventy thousand. <laughs> I wanted to get Alonso Stratus. I thought perhaps I could get Alonso Strata for under six um, figures. They are now six hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, and uh, and I drove one once. Well, don't don't was, I've never meet your heroes. What? How was it? I was a little disappointed, mm. but I think it was the circumstance and not the car itself. The car was was as it was a works car. It was one of the real works cars, mm -hmm. and it was as raced mm -hmm. in the '76 Rally Monte Carlo. Mm -hmm. So it was geared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was geared to 65 miles an hour. <laughs> That's fun. And then That's I, fun. Yeah. Though. And then I drove it in Florida. <laughs> so I drove it on straight roads at 65 miles an hour. So uh, I just enough to say I I did it. Uh, but it was um the 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 tumble the, hum is insane. It's a, I I was yeah. I was talking to Spencer our friend Spencer who uh if you look at Spencer his shoulders are almost exactly the 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 width of the windows. <laughs> the he, he would be sitting and he would have his uh, his uh, yeah. shoulders. Uh, it's an incredibly again. bizarre experience. The windshield is like uh, inches from yeah. your face. It's oh, wild. Ghibli. Oh, Mike Ghibli, of course. And yes. uh, uh, speaking of uh, really unfortunate Italian cars, you know uh, David's uh, uh, Countach. Uh, this is uh, David uh, David Houston. Houston, right? yes, his Countach. Uh, you you bought it, yes, and you love it, yes. And uh, tell me more about that. Has this been a revelation for you? Yes. Can I can I tell you after the show because I feel like they're sick of hearing about it on oh, the show. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm just coming just, in late too. For those no, uh, tuning no, no. in, I'm it's, just coming in late. The short story is, I, it had a major service that uh -huh. he paid for, right, right, and then I immediately started driving it, and that is the best thing that could have happened to it mm. because it runs beautifully. I drive it once a week. Everyone who sees it loves it. It's my favorite thing that I own, and. It is actually quite delightful to drive. Every time I take it out of the garage, I enjoy myself. Well, let me ask you a question then. Mm -hmm. um, now, I could not have given a fuck. A, a, can I say fuck? Yes. Uh, you've been here before. I was just, I didn't know if, you know, since you're getting a, recording a higher class of audience, if there were some, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but perhaps uh, not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I could not give it much of a fuck. No, no, that, the Stratos. I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I got onto that because I was, someone offered to let me drive that exact car. Oh, that's man. the photo from Bring a Trailer. <sighs> um, my friend um, Brian Creedon has that car here in Los Angeles. Oh, that's Cartring's car. Yep, and said I can drive it. So I'm, I'm going to try the street one. Apparently it's better. But wait, why? What about the Countach? What's wrong with it? Uh, no, I was nothing about the Countach that you, you were, we were skipping on. But the oh, thing about yes. Lamborghini mm. is, uh, I did not care a bit about what Lamborghini did until and until they started racing. Now that is irrational, right? You know the uh, the commercial side and mm -hmm. the racing and marketing side. There, there was, uh, but but I for, as a brand and as a car, I did not start to care about Lamborghini at all. In fact, I thought it was kind of a uh, you know a foppish you know ridiculous kind of brand. Yeah. Until they started racing and winning, right? You know, and so mm -hmm. uh, so uh, so uh, tease that out for me. Why did they have to go racing before anybody takes them seriously? I don't. I wouldn't say anybody. I think that's just you. Well, <laughs> oh, no way. No way. No, what, well, why did, did you go? watch that fucking no, why 1987 Morley Safer 60 Minutes uh, yeah, joint them. of just Valentino's scaring the piss out of him and fucking tailgating people and them going, they're only making 300 a year and yeah, there's a two-year yeah. wait to get yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. That was the fucking jam. They didn't race them shits. 
Well, they were I just know. driving like dicks in the countryside. That that was the whole thing. Like, but that was you ages. too can drive like a dick. That was ages ago. Ages, ages ago. Well, that only goes to my point that the brand was a, a brand for uh, uh, nimrods and idiots and uh, rich douches. I'm not saying it's not I, now. Hold on. I, I'm hold not on. saying it's not now. I know where you're going with that. I I'm bet just you don't. That. But go, go ahead and, and try to parry. But I'm just going to say I'm going to uh, 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 agree in advance that yes, it is a brand for douchebags. Uh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I fell for the cars when I was a kid, as you do, so you don't care about the racing history because you're not that analytical. But you just said your dream car now is to build a rat rod, mm. not raced, barely drivable, unsafe, tetanus, everything. Who's and it, was and, it, what's and it for? bad emissions. It's, bad emissions. It's an extrovert. It's an extroverted car that is like, oh, you have a hot rod with flames on it. Let me uh, show you something, or a thing or two about singing outside. Do you know what? I may never put gas in it. I may build it and never run it. That would be a shame. Well, no, because I mean, it's the joy of building, right? That's what I'm talking about. I don't need a rat rod. I, I need a, a cool. I'd love to put one together. You just want and you can order that shit out of a catalog. Catalog you can buy for five grand on Craigslist because nobody wants them because they're full of they're. Full full of rust which is fine well no no you mean like uh, unrestored tea uh tea I mean, buckets or I mean like rat rods you could buy like someone's this. used rat rod oh. like i rode in this uh, car we filmed it this had mechanical uh, fuel injection uh, pull that up it was like uh, it was it was full <laughs> throttle or no throttle that's and a the, fantastic car and the guy you... the guy drifted it in the dirt yeah exactly it was great it's like a go-kart right a that's rusty a fantastic go-kart car <laughs> for somebody else to own you don't want to right. own that shit but, no no i might want to build one though I think maybe maybe you were at an age where you were more analytical of brands, and you're like, okay, if this doesn't, if they don't race it, I don't respect it. And I, me, you, we were kids, and we're like, well, now we like it. Do you know you don't look anything like yourself in real life? I do know on that. <laughs> what the hell? Who is that person? Is it's like your twin brother? Oh my god, that's spooky. Is that supposed to be Zach? It's, it is, in fact, Zach. You're looking at now, sir. Yeah. Everything wow. that's happening and now is happening now. Wow, that's a... Yeah. You look like run-down Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like Mr. Mr. Rogers is going to get a yeah. nap now. Mr. Rogers, the day he enters rehab. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of it. He's <laughs> sick of it. He took the job from me. I had a cardigan, too. Yeah, that's right. This is it. This is neighborhood. This is bullshit. <laughs> Never you ever see the, the prestige? <laughs> You're the root. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah that was a good root. Ooh, all right. So, uh, Ramats, what do you think of them? Oh, Rimac. Mm, you mean Rimac, the uh, the the Croatian people? I do, Only Cretans pronounce it Rimac. Our guys went and shot there. They they were like, it's Ramats, but we can. Ramat. We can okay, that's middle. great. That's cool. I'm glad to be corrected. Ramat, Ramak point Zach. It's pronounced R I M A T Z. Ah, Ramats. Yeah. That C oh, with the little uh, thing uh, over uh, it is you. pronounced that's, that's TZ okay. in Croatian. Yeah, well, I've talked to those people, Marta and uh, them cats, a couple of times, and I think they've changed the game completely because at the Geneva Auto Show, there were about five cars there that were hot shit electrics, and they all had the uh, the the righteous 125 kilowatt battery pack from they R- had their system. Ramats, uh, so in, no. including including that Pin and Farina. Uh, uh, Looks pretty cool. Oh, oh she might. Very good. You know, car. well, it's a beautiful car and with stupid numbers. I mean, just amazing. Two thousand horsepower, uh, five hundred at each wheel. If you, you know, if you're counting, there. I mean, they're all. Can crazy. you believe that? I mean, yeah. even if it, even if that thing is a million dollars, that like, they just let people have that. A million dollars. I don't oh, know. What, what, now, how, how, long, how, how much do you what think the, they'll what have? What are the Remots selling for? What is it? Oh, you mean? Well, you see, obviously, what is it? 
Uh, probably two and a half. I don't know. But he is, right? Yeah. But, oh, but yeah. hang on. Have you been following his uh, web series where he's... Uh, being, oh, well, let no. me... Okay, so he has gone he through... One. Yes, he is... Uh, the purpose of this web series, and it's a about an hour and a half documentary video that's up now... Um, He's documenting the company as it is now before it moves into its new uh, and gigantic facility. He wants to uh, document in a historical way uh, this, the situation with this company. He's mm. at a four episodes, and they're long as really? hell. And he goes into incredible detail. I did. Incredible detail. So, uh, But the short version I'll of watch it, that shit. That sounds dope. Oh, Sounds interesting. It's uh, he's he's five years ahead of uh, everybody. The only person there are also some good videos on Drive about this company. I just wanted because <laughs> because we, we shot it. <laughs> well, uh, uh, really? Yeah. Um, uh, well, by all means, let's let's get in a plug Continue. for that. I'm, I'm getting a tangent. Uh, right? No. It's oh, fine. sorry. Uh, let's, let's plug your paywall. You again. went on a tangent about <laughs> tangent. Oh, that sucks. I hate, yeah, no, I hate myself. <laughs> now, uh, is it still Tangent Vector? It is. Okay, it's uh, a great name, by the way. Didn't name it. Uh, I always want to name a company. Oh, I'll tell you later because it's a good name, and you maybe could use it someday. Saying it out loud on the show is tantamount to a trademark. Is it really? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's on the record. Well, I was. I, I <laughs> it's was like mailing something to yourself. We're lawyers. I, I, I pitched a show for a long time under the title uh, Motion Capture. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you know from uh, and uh, was about cars, movement, transportation, motion. Capital. No, I get it. Good. And when, so if it, if it ever comes in handy, you're you're welcome. To that it. is very good. So Ramats does not race, but you like the cars, and they don't really want to build cars either. That's the important thing. They want to be a tech company. They mostly want to make most of their money licensing. They'll make these demonstrators in in single digits uh, for the ultra rich. Yes, because the numbers are there for that. And uh, uh, but really, that's not where their jam is heading. Um, and they have the IP to sell to really, really change sports cars. The important thing here is that they are making an emotional argument for electric cars. Really, uh, it making it possible to make an emotional argument that nobody else has been able to do. I mean, hmm. Tesla does a bit. They I don't want to. I don't want to give Tesla no, no credit for that. Well, but no, I think no, they no. But, but but look, and, and Tesla, if you hot rodded a Tesla, I'm talking about motorsports. I'm talking about you know fast cars. I'm talking about desirable like two seaters, right? You know, there the, are zero the, electric uh, cars I want to see racing. Well, I think you you you're that mistaken. That I pace series you're talking about, I watched one of them races once, like a fucking two in the morning when I was at some in well, some not country. The, uh, yeah. What a fucking shitbox race that was. I love the I-Pace. My week with it was amazing. Oh, I know, I know. That is a terrible race car. That's not, but look, <laughs> yeah. that's not and really having all of them a oh my spec? God. Oh my Sorry. God. It's just a preliminary series to the Formula E. I Which drove is also for- boring as fuck. No, it's not. I drove a Formula E car. Uh, at Mexico City, uh, and it was. Uh, have I been here since I did that? I don't no. think so. Do you want to hear about it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, this was uh, last year. We did a video about that. It's also up there if you want to catch that. We had a whole big uh, thing with the drone and all that good stuff. And uh, <laughs> and I know. I uh, said <laughs> so with my savvy uh, media talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Capture and, the motion. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, so I went and I drove this thing at Mexico City and. Uh, uh, it, it, I mean, this was the previous car, right? Yeah. Which is kind of a shit car. Which is the one that did half a race? 
Well, right, exactly. The hot but the operation. next, but see, this in three years, it's gone from this relatively undeveloped. Uh, now, this is it's like a it's a it's a fairly good Formula Ford car. It, it's about where it's at. Yeah. Except that the brakes only work when they want to, and then they don't. Oh, good. What? Okay. Oh. Right, so here's the deal. It's my favorite thing about race. So, cars. have you ever noticed in a Formula? E, I, and by the way, I'm in a, my preamble is that it's really good racing. They're really fucking fast. The kids who are doing it are all um, like razor sharp and the cars and the racing is getting better and better and better and it's also anti-elitist because formula one's for rich arabs uh that uh, and and that's it because the younger people can't get to formula one races formula e brings those uh, brings motorsports and racing and mobility and sustainability to a younger urban audience it's a great idea but the cars uh, early on were pretty uh, you know underdeveloped their batteries were slow and so it, you start the race uh, with a full battery, which means you can't have any regenerative braking. There's nowhere for the energy to go, which means, and all the regenerative braking is on the back, mm. back axle. So now all your braking is on the front axle. So if you ever notice these races, the guys are always fiddling with the brake balance as they go in and out of corners because the brake balance changes like crazy oh. every stinking lap. Don't hit the table. Don't Everyone hit the lap. It. Oh, of course, sir. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> okay. we will take the Sudeten line and. Uh, Leave it, Ralph. Anyway, uh, so uh, so the brake bias shifts rearward as the race goes right, on. But what's really strange about it is, and everybody discovered this at the same time in the same place in the track, is the first lap. No matter where you brake, there's no brakes. So, uh, so I was chatting along, you know, did my out lap, and I came the first uh, straight uh, at uh, the Rodriguez, I think it is, Autodroma, and I'm like, they say, okay. I knew I'd been warned about the brakes. So I was like, really on the brakes. Or it rolled out, hit the brakes. Nothing, 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 nothing. Finally, brakes. Um, uh, Is it and, because they were ice cold? Or no, because, no, no, no. They're because they're a little. They're because the front brakes are a little because the balance of the car is set up for, for regen braking on the back. So, uh, on as a static model, the brakes are too small. The front brakes are too small. But because most of the time you have rear regen to balance the car it, you can downsize and it's it's advisable to, you know, best practices to downsize the brakes so but but, early, but the region wasn't activated or something right like that? Early, it, and twice in the race you have this problem where in the beginning of the race because you can't have any regen and at the end of the race because you don't want to put energy back in the battery because they take the car and they measure how much uh, energy is left in the battery, and it helps them calculate the index of perform efficiency, or uh, which is a whole other thing in uh, Formula E racing. But what, in, did you get an efficiency award as well? Well, well I mean, it counts. It counts towards uh, points. In the, but it, but all of this is all of this That's, is. Well, look. No, can you can you be a good person and hear someone say that and go? That's gay. No, like, no, 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 no. You can't say that. You, you, you cannot can't. say that. But I, you can, can. but I can understand if you do. Because uh, I'm, I'm on board with like bringing the racing to the cities. It's more accessible, and and it's definitely it's probably where things are headed, etc. But if, if you're getting points yeah. for like being frugal, well, with with the fuel source. Well, like, look, this is what this is what Luca said. Luca Montezalamo before he quit Ferrari. Uh, he said nobody pays to see people save gas. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, a yeah, thousand yeah, percent. Right. Yeah, they don't yeah, measure right. that F one. They don't measure yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, he is a thousand percent. <laughs> it's, right. it's an important strategy, but. Yeah. It, it, it has its place, but maybe it, not in Formula One. 
Uh, you don't want to see people win Formula One in the pits, that's for sure. It yeah. needs yeah. to be settled. I agree. Uh, right. try. I, but, but anyway, anyway, all of that is a pass because the new car is the most beautiful open wheel car in serious world sports competition. It is, it is, it is. It's the most beautiful car out there. And Can it, we see the new? Yeah, I, hit I the new one. I've seen the new car. Uh, the new one. It doesn't have to stop. It's got tons of power. It's got tons of uh, they don't have energy. To change cars Shit, anymore? No, none of that. Yeah, that's uh, good. And uh, see now, look. This is way prettier than a Formula One car. Way prettier than any that, car. Is that actually open wheel? Yeah, it's open. Well, well, it's, it's a shroudy wheel uh, sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, but look at that. I mean, yeah. is looks, that not yeah, a hot cool. shit car? It, yeah, yeah, I think it does look totally. hot. Okay, I so I'm driving hot. that yes. fucker uh, real soon. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Who do you? Whose dick do you suck to do that? I'm, do do I'm that? not saying. Uh, Don't but make uh, your hobby your job, Matt. <laughs> that's a good advice. You have to do it so much you hate it. And who would want to get there, huh? <laughs> That's good advice. But does that That's not look like an attractive car? Yes, it does. So, and and it's based. It's a spark uh, spark chassis, right? It's, it's pretty much the fuck is that? What does that mean? A spark chassis? Well, it's a spark as a company. Oh, it is. Uh, and Where have it's they made a, other chassis that I? Should oh yeah, yeah. Know they about? make. Well, they're they're in commercial uh, aerospace and racecraft uh, like monocoques. They they're in Britain and they're well known. Like Delara. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So. That so, is way better looking than the current F one cars. Yeah, I will give fuck you that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, like that's what a future race car should look but like. But now, check out now if you would uh, check out uh, Formula E twenty twenty five concept drawings because with the electric packaging, you have so much more, uh, so many more uh, design opportunities Oof. that now you can get really slinky. Yeah. And uh, oh, so yeah, yeah I, I would say that uh, that's the is that this year's Formula One car? Yeah. Yeah, it's a disaster design wise. There's a lot going on. The front end, the front end looks like a fucking cow catcher yeah <laughs> this one well it looks it's a butterfly it's a it's like yeah. some sort of uh, exotic monarch uh, there on the nose uh, and uh i mean it's cool in its way don't get me wrong uh, they make the, nice the e-car is prettier oh yeah and also the racing is shit hot why because those cars are set up they are run about Four inches. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Three inches high, right? Uh, because they run on urban tracks. Now you've got an open wheel car with aero, with three inches of clearance, and a lot of you know a lot of change in the way the car behaves. So if it starts to pump real hard, all the aero goes away. So now you have to drive it. I mean, you can't just rattle your teeth through because if you do, your all your aero goes away. And so it's a real subtle thing to race. And uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's not like, you know, it's not like a side drafting. In well, no, it's just like side drafting in NASCAR. It's a particular kind of uh, technique and style that has to do with this kind of car. Is this the, the 2025 concept you're talking about? Because it says vision of Formula 1. Uh, no, I'm for Formula E. Oh, that's right. No, I wrote Formula E. Oh, I don't know. It's giving me bad results. Yeah, okay. Well, that's right. Scoot oh, it's probably... There you go. That's something oh, like that. that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, that's an endurance. That's a closed cockpit look, endurance I mean, car. it's very cool. It has Antara tri-spokes on it. Is that, a, is that a sponsor or something? No, those those are rims from like 1991. Uh -huh. The three-spoke rim uh -huh. that was like curved. I saw them a lot on like, like a Zuzu Trooper. You stuff. saw them like, like the everything the in the early 90s. Every Acura, every Nissan, every Infiniti was rocking them shits. Maximas, Maxima City. Want to know about the uh, Porsche Taycan? Yes. I got what do you got? Jet. Well, bring was... that dirt, Dan Neal. Fine. Okay, so here it is. Drop now, bombs. Uh, uh, last week this time, I was uh, at the Nurburgring with the Porsche Taycan people mm -hmm. who were uh, conducting a, 
uh, tests, uh, and the only thing I can't tell you is the results of those tests. Okay. Uh, which is a weird thing for me. I've never had that, uh, you know, but... Uh, you tell us everything else about the test but the result. Right, but... Were they, they going for a time? Uh, that is, uh, they were testing, yes. Uh-huh. I can, I, I, as, uh, and this is not an NDA, it's just a gentleman's agreement. I told them that uh, that I would not uh, spoil the fun, and I, I didn't. And is I that won't. what the car looks like? Uh, no, I, no, the one we uh, were in was uh, properly liveried uh, with, uh, like, uh, blue and black um, this uh, paint. This zebra uh, Yeah, shite? that's that's the one. That's oh, one. but that's a production body, right? Production body, that's about as close as they're going to get uh, how, right there. Is, how, is it, how much smaller is it than a Panamera? It's a C. It's a C-class car. It has a uh, hundred and sixteen. No, no, no. Check that. Do, 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 do. I'm, I'm we're get... talking Mercedes E Class. Is that what we're talking? Yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Something like that. But it is smaller, appreciably smaller than Panamera. And the reason it's pre- the smaller is that they did not want to compete in a segment that they already were competing in, which was kind of smart. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of flexibility with the so-called mm-hmm. PPE electric platform, um, and so this is kind of on the. Uh, the big side of that and um, but so Tesla Model S or yeah. 3 S uh, between somewhere between, between. okay yeah. and, 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 I, and I don't know it may be calculated that they uh, hit between so that they could avoid nose to nose comparisons they are very clear in saying that uh, they are not Tesla killers. I think that's a, uh, a, a smart thing to say. I think uh, the magazines uh, will write that anyway, you know, regardless of what the car is. Well, that would be wrong because it's not. Uh, and uh, in, in a hundred ways, it's not as a, it's not a, a, the equal of a, a, a Tesla in terms of uh, its technology. Okay, how's it drive? Hmm. Uh, it's a fast, strong. Uh, it drives like a uh, you know a big heavy. Uh, well, uh, I say I'm sorry. Uh, Doctor Vayback was driving. I was sitting in the uh, passenger seat. Okay. The first to drive drive is uh, somebody else. No, Doctor Vayback was driving. But I can tell you that it's you know fast and strong and solid. And um, but the the real issue is its efficiency. And uh, you know it, it it I would say it probably drives as strong or stronger uh, than your uh, Model S. Uh, but it does not have the range. And does not have it's it's just you know the the battery technology and the battery management technology is just not there not yet wow. it will be wow. I mean everything else around the battery and battery management is uh, fantastic you know tuned in the way Porsche tunes things and they spend a lot of time unusual amount of time for the Vysok on sound deadening well they have to you you learn that when you build an electric car you have to make you know. The engine, the sound of the engine does mask other things. They went round and round and round on the A pillars. Uh, <laughs> they went crazy on the A pillars. Yes, they for did. wind noise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, and they also have uh, cameras, side cameras, mm. instead of a or, or uh, what's the deal? Now they're going to it's mirrors. Gonna, it's going to come with mirrors, and then they will be legit to be repla- not replaced, but uh, like next year's models will have the cameras. And uh, so I don't know what the uh, the timing is, but something like that. Some of the really aerodynamic cars get horrible wind buffeting when you drive with the windows down. My oh. Volt, there was a there wasn't a recall, but there was a TSB, and if you went back and complained <laughs> that they would issue you new mirror caps that deflected the air in a different way, uh-huh. and you lost like. Point two of a mile per <laughs> e, e mile per gallon or whatever, mm-hmm. but it completely solved the problem. Mm. 
Well, the uh, uh, I I think that uh, you know Porsche and Weissach they can tune a road car really well, and I don't think anybody can you know make uh, the the kinematics uh, of a car any better than they can. Uh, so the really the question is uh, the connectedness of the drivetrain. Uh, so if they if they bought. Uh, tech from like Ramats because obviously Tesla's not going to sell Porsche their stuff. Oh, I don't so, know that that's okay. Uh, I wouldn't make that assumption, but go ahead. Okay. Um, the Tesla's not in the business to to uh, to, to keep, keep others down. Uh, mm-hmm. If they could do volume uh, like that, they would. Okay. Do you think then that is Porsche not buying other equipment because they want to maintain control? Like, I mean, cause like you said, they're building everything else around the car is so good. Yeah. And, but if uh, if the if the battery tech's not there and the motor tech's not there, why is that? It is uh it's because uh you know they're ten years behind uh, VW Group because they started ten years later, mm-hmm. and uh, this is a company that was not persuaded. I remember having a conversation with Wintercorn in two thousand three, uh in a backstage at the I guess we were at the Frankfurt Auto Show, and. Uh, and he was like swore up and down electric never work never work diesel much more efficient blah 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 and he went on for a long time this is way before the curve way ahead of the curve um but he was clearly uh antagonistic toward electrics now uh the company has had a change of heart about nine months ago uh (laughs) they had a board meeting a quiet board meeting uh, and uh, they uh, decided to uh, swing their uh, the entire weight of the company in another direction. And this is so they're but they're still got a lot of liabilities and they've still got a whole company to serve. But now they are committing in a way that uh, with a with a sincerity that they didn't have before. Gotcha. And so that's like. VD, uh, the VD. Yes, the VD. I'm going to get VD. the VDIR. What's, what's uh, top of mind? Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, like the VW IDR and the ID Buzz, the bus, which I'm going to drive next month. And oh, is that uh, the, I think cool. That's the repopped uh, microbus. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the 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 um, what do they call it? It's the um, Bundy, Bindy, Bandy. Uh, it's got the Bundy. What is it? Combi? The buzz. The com- Oh yeah, Combi <laughs> is it? No, no, <laughs> the, the Combi, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, is that cool. it's a real working this car, thing right? will yeah. be popular are they it actually will, making that thing yeah this thing's cool yeah oh and by the way i'm going to drive the harley davidson live wire july 11th good here in portland oh, i thought that came that out a, press a while ago uh-uh, uh-uh. there's so this it's the been first, in dev for a long, long time the, oh yeah uh, uh forever let's and, talk about who the fuck doesn't want to buy an electric harley you? anybody <laughs> who likes harley davidson uh, you know i don't you, give a shit i but. you know what this is the old joke this is i think it was uh was it uh not joan Didion, but uh, someone said, I can't believe, oh, oh, it was a mu- movie critic uh, for New York Times. She said, I can't believe Nixon got elected. I, nobody I know voted for him. Uh, you can't judge by what you think or what you uh, I'm judging by Harley the Davidson. life of the V-Rod, which is by far the best piece of equipment Harley Davidson has ever built. I agree. And nobody I agree. fucking wanted it because it was too good for I their like, I was a screaming eagle. That's how hardcore <laughs> I was. I wanted that screaming eagle. I thought that was Harley a shit Harley people hot want thing. to buy nope. 1955 Harley Harleys people, with warranties. Not to put too fine a point on Harley people are dead. Yeah. No, he's right. Uh, and they're uh, they're, they're had huge yeah, problems. Right. And uh, you'll, you'll note like that there's, bad. if you'll note that mortality and Harley sales track very closely, <laughs> especially white dudes. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're doomed if they don't innovate. Yeah. And this is the thing, this is the, you gotta, you gotta, and, and it, 
uh, listen, I rode what well, you have too, but I'm sure by now. But I rode a zero and a mission. I rode two. I actually that, haven't either, but if you're fucking out there, I would love to ride either of those bikes. I'm going to tell you, I've, I've, heard, me, I've heard real good things. Uh, from I'll tell some, you what, some the, serious riders. This like. is the only bike I ever fell off of is the mission, and I did it be under power. I never would have believed it. I, I dropped it. I was going into a corner and I goosed it and the thing spun on me like like I, before in a blink because it has instant torque and it just ripped right out from under my hand before Whoa. I knew I was sliding on my ass through an intersection uh, have, I'm not sure I want that uh, and, <laughs> it doesn't have traction control no or? traction control why because it's ballsy uh, <sighs> and it and, and really to be honest uh, I if I if you're out there uh, um, uh, zero I would suggest a little traction control logic <laughs> there uh, I think it's a good idea because my ass was scraping down the road and I was like fuck what happened well fast gas bikes have traction control now so you think yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and uh but this thing just ripped out from under me uh, you know i was gonna i was gunning it but it just spun like a top uh i mean i had lean angle anyway you know it's like you once you figured out how to manage it was it better and you yeah realized, yeah, yeah okay, but I, well after shit. i got up with my sore ass i did uh yeah. you know i was like oh i had raspberry my, i came home my wife was not happy with me <laughs> yeah it could be real bad. uh yeah it was real bad i was lucky that, that you know i didn't get run over by somebody what's but, the range but, on those bikes they're 100 miles but how much do you want to ride it uh 100 miles is on a dirt cool. bike is plenty i'm, I'm real into them like they're would, great no, it's like if i rode a bike i, I would could totally go up rock through one. the canyons and home in that right yeah i think yeah. I could and, uh, and i bet the regen because it's so light like your range you know going up the hills yeah, not as bad um, it's great oh so <laughs> the whole point of this was that um having an electric motorcycle and riding through uh, a country road uh oh yeah get my uh, that my uh, check out my uh, story uh um uh, the uh, it's just a what is it uh the uh, is it even it's even more like flying than uh than having an engine probably very, it's quiet it's so quiet and you're just is it like parasailing like yeah. when you go parasailing the craziest thing is how quiet it is you right, can't hear right. the boat you can't hear the water it's just air moving well, this i mean it is like that and it's uh, it's even quieter than there's no boat or it's just a wind whistling through and it's oh it's so great uh what did i call that thing that was the uh, zero that's the uh uh just say zero sr is uh is that when like do you, you get regen the same as you would an electric car yeah you do and do you therefore have to use the brakes like never uh, uh this is the brake bias thing on a bike is a little easier because the front brake is uh you know so isolated and and in most people would lean on the front brake 90 percent of the time right but the i assume the regen is on the rear brake uh-huh. oh right okay yeah. um hmm. it's got to change the braking dynamics a little bit right I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, the I took the z- mission. They're out of business now. I think. Do the quick question around uh, Laguna Seca. Do the electric bikes? It's a dumb question. Sorry. Have f- dual brakes, like a pedal brake and a handbrake, or does it just have one? Yes. It just has, okay. All mm-hmm. right. So it has. It it operates normally. Sort of. Yes, it does. It has a and there is a there is hydraulic blending on the rear uh, pedal. It's just so you know, you'd go to your right pedal for rear braking, and it has a hydraulic and uh, regen braking. So depending on how fast the stroke is and how much mm-hmm. pressure is applied, then you know it's a uh, it sorts uh, it out for you. Yes, I think so. That's a, and the front brake, as I say, is you know just a strictly hydraulic circuit. So Harley Livewire. Yeah, I'm so. This is gonna be great, and uh, uh, and it, it and it could be, uh, it it could be a real thing. You know, I I, I think that uh, uh, 
uh, motorcycling, electric motorcycling, is a whole new gestalt that that very uh, that when people try, it's going to blow their minds. Uh, it's really really great. Uh, a motorcycle is fun too, and you know, but uh, they're loud, and uh, you know, and everybody hears you come. Not not everyone is overjoyed to hear your fucking you know potato potato. Uh, my uh, <laughs> right, that's right? true. Right, I'm on. By the way, my hotel is the Hotel Mondrian on Sunset Boulevard, and the fucking bikers are ribbing me. up and down there, and I feel like to, you know snipering them from the uh, ninth floor. You literally got a hotel on Sunset Boulevard. The city is fucking huge. You got a hotel uh, on Sunset uh, Boulevard. I know, I know. I just wanted to see what the pikers were doing, as and. Uh, Move, old man. What yeah, are you doing? Oh, oh, I know. Come you out of the asshole. sticks. No, well, I wanted to stay on the west side because these cats are up in uh, uh, in uh, Chatsworth, and I just wanted to get on. And that's I considered that close. Uh, I was going to say the busy part of Sunset is not close to. Uh, no, to no, the no, 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 it's okay. It's so, just, do you think? Do you think this will require like the market needs to shift from? You know, people that like Harleys that like loud things, because that is fun. Loud stuff is fun. But is it going to require, like, all right, the new generation that doesn't care about that, they just like motorcycling, good-looking motorcycles, and they like the tech and the speed. You know, is, is it going to require just a total shift in what they're I, into? Yes, I believe that the whole Harley brand has to be re-engineered from the ground up, yes. But every motorcycle, like, I mean, if you have an Aprilia, a Ducati, what, like, the I like Ducatis because of how they sound. They look good too, but other bikes now look just well. As good. You will, you will but have. A, I, I I'm, mean, ri- I'm riding the least Ducati Ducati right now. It right. doesn't have a dry clutch. The Scrambler. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's made in Thailand. You it's know, like v- not a Ducati. Sound but it's like, still pretty fun. We had SVs like those things. They sound rad. Versus the, the Ducati 600s. Scrambler. If you missed the SV, if you missed the, its existence, this is basically that. It's so close that, to what an SV that's was. Great. Yeah, that's that. You know, that's the kind of bike I like, but. I guess is it gonna is it gonna ask that everyone transitions to okay quiet's fine I'm here to like hear the wind hear the things around me have the speed and have the technology. Well, the thing about bikes is right. A lot of people who have one have more than one. So oh, like yeah, yeah. you could definitely conceive having a loud bike and a quiet bike and using both for different true. times and different purposes. Like it's true. I I would I think just be, I've never ridden an electric motorcycle. I'd love to. You will. You will. I'd uh, love to. Well, why don't you have? Why not? Have you not uh, asked these people? Have I, they not reached out to you? The fact that you see me on a motorcycle this week is actually pretty unique. This is the first motorcycle I have reviewed since 2011. Yeah, and I'm just getting back into it. If you want to introduce me to your motorcycle PR people, like I, I, I'm actually this bike. I like it. I don't love it, but I love being on a fucking bike. It's I'm having a great. Time. I know it is empowering here in the I city, isn't it? It really a, makes you feel like a superhero when you can get somewhere in 20 minutes. I it mean, takes other mortals an hour and a half. I know, <laughs> and I've been. You know, I I have a scooter at home. I have a little Yamaha 125 scooter that I love, and I've just been riding that for years and in the city it's amazing how small and light it is and like i can get anywhere in 20 minutes but also being able to do 80 on the freeway is a good thing 80 and going up (laughs) i did i went to the canyons this morning because i was like i haven't ridden in the fucking motorcycle in the canyons in like six years seven years i i really should Uh i have to i need i need practice and i've been riding the thing a lot but i'm clearly like a city rider not did i tell you about my keanu reeves thing (laughs) no but i'd love to hear it but anyway let me just finish this one thought oh i'm not that good but i'm getting better (laughs) i don't Uh, know i really don't know how i'm gonna write this review but i'm trying 
I'm, I don't think I'm going to do a video because I don't want to show my... I don't want to talk and try talking and writing at the same time. I don't think I can do it. No, yeah, that would be very hard. Uh, you yeah. don't need to be good. You don't need to be good. Just, just ride, yeah, yeah. figure safe. it out. Yeah, be safe. safe. Do that first. Yeah. Safe. Keanu Reeves? Oh, oh you want to hear so that story? Hot, right? well, so hot right now. Right, You're so. in LA. You got to drop a fucking celebu bomb on me. All right, so I went to... You can look this story up to me and Keanu. There's a picture of us standing together over his uh, bike. The, uh, the Did he put his arm around you? Ca- open palm? Uh, so you know, to uh, avoid he, a sexual harassment lawsuit? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. I think he put a handkerchief over his back. That's uh, how fucking... <laughs> did you see how baller Keanu... Like, is isn't this great? Isn't it a crazy picture? Oh. <laughs> so this is... it. This did is, you actually rub that dirt in? Into your face uh, yeah, to, yeah, look, yeah. to look tough in that picture. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Now the important thing, my, my wife said, "Well, who's riding, bitch?" <laughs> ah, that's a great line. <laughs> and by the way, that bike is fire. So here's what I did: I went and I borrowed one of the, me and uh, Keanu and about six of his tattoo sleeve motherfucking bike expert friends went you, out for a ride. And you were all me wild and hogs. them, <laughs> and guess on these two liter monster bikes. And where do we go, Mulholland? Two liters? Two liter (laughs) Mahan, right? 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 Okay. So in the course of two miles, I I narrowly avoid death three times. (laughs) It goes like this, and and, and it's like this. The first time, uh, I hit a rock with my rear tire because I can't move. The bike's so big, and I can't can't avoid it. Boom. The bike jumps. The rear end tire jumps. I... I, I, I full on the brakes. I get to the edge of the. I'm in the shrubbery, almost over the edge, with the, my tiptoes in the dirt, full on the brake. And, and then the dude's right up behind me. He's like, like, "That's the closest I've ever seen anybody go up." <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> and uh, I was like, "Fuck!" I so uh, so then um, uh, then the next uh, thing that happened is that very same tire blows t- blows out about a mile down the road no. uh, chatting along about 60 miles an hour I lean into a corner and it just keeps going <laughs> like that and the, oh my god you imagine that Scary bike shit. oscillating like that holy oh, shit I, I'm, I'm shitting myself I've had I, that fear oh many my times. god my god and, I, and it's a totally new bike and I'm like it feels like I'm a, a, a tiny person a child riding a, you know growing up a motorcycle and uh, so the last time uh, the last time was just uh, I I, I I, I was trying to catch up with these guys and I was overrun. I was, I, I couldn't corner fast enough. I was just, I mean, I came, I mean, maybe an inch off from going completely off <laughs> at about 90 miles an hour uh, on down the, you know, down the road uh, to the sea, you know, the one not, yeah. Mahan, but down Canaan. The, yeah. Right. So, you know, before the bridge, uh, not the bridge, the, uh, yeah, it is oh. kind of a bridge yeah, yeah. or, uh, oh, that causeway thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah, little yeah, thing. Yeah. So I was chatting and they were ahead of me and I was trying to catch them and, and I was just about dead. Uh, I was like, I better slow down. <laughs> and they took no pity on me or, and by the way, if something happened to me, I could have sued the Keanu Reeves people <laughs> for all their money in China. But uh, you know, they, they were really cool about it. It's like good, good ride, man. They're like, yeah, hardcore biker people. I can't ride a motorcycle nice around safe. anybody cause I, they all it all you get up in the canyons it turns into fucking MotoGP. Yeah, it does. Those I guys ride, are crazy. I ride by myself. 
Don't tell mm. nobody. I followed some guys. This was, of course, years ago. Uh, only time I rode with people that weren't like my direct friends, and they, the guys worked at like a Triumph dealership, and we met, and it was like, oh hi, it's Jim and Ben, and we're like, all right, cool, and they just turned, and then all of a sudden it was like, that's a lot of full throttle, all the <laughs> all the gears, and I tripped up, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. terrifying. Oh man! You know? And one guy was on like a speed triple, which mm. didn't look like a race replica, but he was way ahead of the people that were on race replicas because mm. he was good. It was a scary day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. it's, it's what do those arches go for? Like eighty grand? Oh no, they're more than that. Are they? Woo! Oh hell yeah, they're more than that. And uh, now the guy who built them, uh, I think he has one of the coolest California names ever. You be the judge. I mean, you know a lot of them. Uh -huh. His name is Guard Hollinger. Yeah. That's, that's definitely California. That's pretty hot, right? Yeah. It's like, very, it's like Viking. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, Viking. Yeah, yeah. Guard Hollinger. Yeah. Huh? Or, <laughs> very yeah, very gay porn. That's true. Yes. I guess um, that's true. I'm so naive. God, I'm such a, a, a country <laughs> mouse in this town. <laughs> also probably a gay porn film. <laughs> yeah, country mouse? Oh, yeah, yeah I love yeah. that one. <laughs> I see Keanu riding uh, riding around Venice on his arch. Mm -hmm. he, has a, he has a really fucking cool helmet. He I have a, not. I haven't. I haven't stopped him, but I've seen him. They're around. really cool looking bikes. Yeah, I mean, yeah they're, they're great they're bikes. They're definitely metal art, and, and that's uh, cool. And they ride really they ride well. Good, except uh, well, for the times you almost died. I, I think they require a little practice, right? How much yeah. power does a two-liter motorcycle engine well, it's, uh, make? Well, it's 150 horsepower. Oh, that's that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like that. Is the torque really high, or is it just, yeah, it's got tons of torque. It's like you know, because like, I guess for a V twin, well, what was it say? You know, uh, no, it, it's a fuckload for a V twin uh, two liter. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm um, saying maybe one seventy five. What does it say? One seventy five. It'll uh, take me a second to find it, but, but it's yeah. a two liter. It's a two liter twin. I think so. It's got to sound awesome. Like what it's is a, a Ducati like, like eleven ninety eight? That's a twin, that's gonna right? That's going to be like one hundred ninety horsepower. Right now, now, the, now I read, I rode the hottest Ducati of all time, which was a nine seventeen. It was no, it was a nine ninety nine uh, S, uh, two hundred horsepower, <laughs> no, uh, two hundred horsepower, and a liter bike. And oh no, not a liter, whatever, twelve hundred. I guess it was one point two, and it was, uh, uh, it was so scary in fact i remember it I remember gave me it gave me whiplash because I, I my glove was stuck to the uh accelerator i had been gripping it so hard and you know scared to death and i i let go and i moved my hand and it jerked the throttle and it, ah! <laughs> i remember when these came out i actually think yeah. these are very unattractive in the ducati lineage no offense to you i just that, that's how i feel but they're 200 horsepower on a bike is 200 horsepower he didn't design it yeah, True. 200 horsepower. It was a, a, it was like, like Corey Burns, he has an Aprilia and his has 200 horsepower and then he put like a pipe and a chip in it when he got it out of Dude, his mind. Dude, nothing is ever enough. Right. I Except agree. for some reason, for me, I don't like a motorcycle at all above like 80 miles an hour. Mm. I just don't. I, I, I uh, It's a bad for your hearing too. I, I just, it's really loud. I just get fucking scared. Yeah. I'm just a bitch. Terrifying. Yeah. But I, I think that people, like Corey grew up riding from like age six. I think if you're one of those people, you're used to it. But if you try to, like, I'm going to try this this hobby out. Like that might yeah. be a hard jump. I really love getting around the city on motorcycle. Like I had a great day in the canyons. Just like I'm, I guess I'm just one of those people that likes to cruise. I think I could be into uh, an electric super motard. I don't know in the future, sure. like to get around the city. That would be a lot of fun. Like yeah. torque, you know, some uh, ground clearance and like um, suspension and stuff. But I don't need to go like 180. I just definitely still like ride scared. 
Hmm. Which Good. probably keeps me alive. It does. Oh, this is a, this if is. If I a, ride rode a bike like I drive like I drive cars hmm. in the canyons, I'd hmm. probably die. Well, this is going to be uh, really boring for your full throated testosterone fueled audience. Uh, so you know, you, maybe you should move on to something you know a little more ballsy. Is anything you can do? <laughs> <More> ballsy. <laughs> Zach, do we have a lot of questions? Should we have, how much time oh. do we need to devote to that? We get questions from people now. We got a few. We do. We have right. uh, this many. All right. Tell people to jump in, Five jump, more in jump in Super Chat, ask yeah. questions. Leave them, and then we're going to close get to it so we can get to them before we go. Um, what else have you driven, Dan? That's fucking crazy recently in your high net worth. Car, of the, car of the year is a Mazda uh, 3. How does that happen? Uh, it's just saying. It's, I just think it's a great car of great value. It's uh, really cool to look at. They spend millions to make it look fantastic. They've done everything right. You know, they added value. They uh, b- spent millions on the 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 design of it and the, the this manufacturing right here. This metal, uh, the stamping here. Mm-hmm. This took a lot to pull off. Uh, it has there's no seam. Notice there's no seam in the fuselage at all. Seams are there to a make material stiffer and also make the stamping less critical. The when you have to do this like kind of fluid matching of forms, uh, it is a bear. So they figured out how to do that. They uh, built a super cool. They bought their own uh, ultra high strength steel mill uh, to make uh, the body rings for the new Sky Active things. They've got it's uh, just and the inside of it is. Check out the yeah, interior. Very nice. Uh, they, a, they, they they over. Jacob's still over there. I gotta call Jacob. I guess they overspent on the interior like crazy. And this is all thirty thousand dollars with everything. It's like a luxury car for thirty thousand dollars. They do that when I had the last like top of the line CX five. It was fucking sweet. Well, yeah. their sales are down sixteen percent for over a year uh, ago in May, and so you know mm-hmm. they're doing the right thing. They've they've lowered their prices and they've added content. And uh, goddamn, that is a lot of car for it the is. money. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about them. I think yeah, uh, it runs great. Right, yeah. like kind of sort of drives like uh, uh, Miata. You know, Mazda has this thing, Gitan uh, e buy. Jitanipai is the uh, relationship of a horse and rider, you know, the close coupling of horse and rider and the, the ideal uh, for their cars and drivers is, is this Jitaniban, uh, that's it. Hmm. And uh, so there's a little uh, J- Japanese for you. All right. <laughs> Just, just, just real cool. make sure you bring now, it, you need sure. to get back to the barracks boys yeah. before I have to anyway, make sure you bring it right back to America when that's you're right. done with that that's right what's the yeah. cost I mean because uh, like you said they need to make new stamping they need to make new tooling for all this stuff mm. how often do car companies if you know the answer to this question how often do they do that or how often you know if there's a new design that comes out in air mm-hmm. quotes mm-hmm. like is most of the time they can just pivot the tooling they have a little bit and just add like a new, I don't know, wedge or something to it? Tooling is expensive. And the rule is the slower car goes, uh, the the slower the car evolves, the more money it makes. Right. So they'll put off uh, putting retooling for panels. Panels are super expensive. Yeah, bumpers, that's why those change more That's why they start with the plastic and then they just make them painted. Well, when you think about, uh, when you think, I propose a grand bargain uh, between crash and emissions and uh, the manufacturers and the public in the next five years. And uh, and I believe we could do a lot if we could suspend the compliance costs for manufacturers. And one of the things they could do is make cars much more, uh, much safer and more aerodynamic and less costly if we could throw out the current rule book on safety. Not throw it out, but rather uh, 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 refine it because right now we're making less safe cars more expensively. Why are they less safe? 
Uh, well, because many of the the uh, uh, regulations are uh, obsolete. Uh, for example, and and why at this? What do you ca- mean? Like what? Like what? Well, like on uh, let's say. Uh, um, uh, side mirrors, for example, as like side, uh, um, um, like the fact uh, that they have illumination, to be right? Like, where you can't, you, <laughs> oh, we don't have weak. I'm sorry, they made them very soft, right? Like, the, the side mirrors break easier now. Uh, well, uh, no, I was actually thinking about the uh, the the legality of replacing them with cameras, which would mm. save uh, cars about ten percent in fuel just off the top, right? If you could get rid of those, uh, you would, they would. It's a huge aerodynamic drag; it's also a huge noise source. So, just right there. If also, if you insisted on all pickup trucks being sold with tonneaus, that's ten percent improvement in uh, fuel economy. Whoa. Uh, that would be a good uh, that would be a good uh, intermediate measure. But what I'm saying is that. Uh, the rules are now fighting each other to such an extent that and and manufacturers are spending millions on uh, to comply with rules that are going to be obsolete in just a matter of few years because we all see the uh, the the arc of this technology um, and where it's going to go. So if you just allowed it now, well, I, I, sus- I suspend uh, suspend compliance costs, but make sure that at the end of five years uh, the companies are are tooled up and ready for the future because the future uh, the social good. Uh, requires a change of the way cars are run. My God, Los Angeles County is fucking crazy with cars, and the air is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe that. Uh, I mean, I, this is, I think, the sense of emergency that people in California feel, and other people don't feel. I, I think they just need to look. At, you know, they, they come here and see why Californians are so alarmed about car emissions. Uh, it's it's really uh, it's 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 more pronounced. It's almost like yeah. in the '60s again. Well. I don't think it's that bad, but I do think it's. I, th- be, I think it's. We're alarmed with the volume of cars. Like traffic is significantly worse than when I moved here. Cars are much ago. cleaner, but there are millions more cars. It's the yeah. density of traffic, and this is true in Euro- European cities. Uh, and that is why European cities are moving way ahead of the European Union uh, uh, because they're going to ban co- cities like Stuttgart, Berlin, uh, Hamburg. Uh, 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 what's the other? Uh, Munich, uh, uh, Dusseldorf. They are all considering or have already passed restrictions on internal combustion engines. Why? Because the cities can't get, you know, uh, they can't get uh, free of this air pollution. Yeah. Amsterdam, I was last year, has banned not all internal combustion, but like certainly during certain hours, and then they ban all commercial traffic after certain hours. And like I stayed um, on a houseboat, which so you're like on the street basically, and it didn't have air conditioning, so the windows, you know, were open, and it was so quiet and it <laughs> yeah. was fucking awesome yeah, i was that, like yeah. sound nice. you know what this is a pretty good idea like maybe i'd fuck with this like, well right that, that was like, the first thing alex roy went alex did a thing for drive last year and he's like the first thing you notice in this city it's not this 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 it's the quiet yeah mm-hmm. just because there's like so few internal combustion cars uh, it's uh, it's true and it, it, it will happen uh, uh sooner i think uh, than uh, many people expect. speaking of car volume so andrew collins found this video today some guy filmed his commute home in 1988 in mm-hmm. los angeles he just like <laughs> the guy just stuck a video camera in the car. He doesn't talk. He just like listens to the radio. Well, no one gives but, a shit for thirty years, and then it becomes news. But yeah. yes, <laughs> but the, the big thing was like it's six twenty one p.m. This is like you know peak traffic hours, and he was just going the speed that, limit on the four hundred five. Wow. So 
Wow. Like you said, like cars have gotten cleaner, and I know that we complain about traffic a lot, but it's just hum- human density is going to continue to grow and grow and grow. Right, it's, it's a density thing. And uh, and do you know that in uh, 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 Munich, of all places, uh, home of BMW, uh, there are days and uh, uh, where they will ban uh, Euro 6 compliant diesels from the center of town. Euro 6, those are three years ago, they were build those cars. And they are banned from Munich, which built uh, was built on diesel wow. uh, now this is a sea change now though the thing is that these uh, municipalities cities are way ahead of the eu and the eu has to deal with um uh the german uh, uh government and especially the german uh and the german unions uh and this, so it's a much thornier problem than just saying everybody wants to get rid of uh, well, it's hard cars. like because there are people that can't afford to buy a new car like like you know elon's ridiculous t- tweets lately it's just like everyone should buy one of these things it's like your cars cost fifty to a hundred thousand dollars, dick dickhead. Like, I mean, he's he's very smart, and I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. But that's very much like an elitist attitude, and mm. some of his supporters have said the same thing. It's bad arithmetic, though, because the total cost of ownership of uh, those cars is lower than the same conven- comparable uh, IC power car. Comparable, true. But yeah, if but you're someone who's driving a used Honda Civic, that the cost of they're going to get cheaper. They're going to get cheaper. I, oh, I know, and and. When they do, like the adoption will get faster. I'm, just, I'm, I'm waiting just, now. Do you know I'm I'm holding off. I'm selling my minivan. I've been spray painting that thing with cans of spay, uh, uh, rattle cans uh, in my driveway, so I don't, ha- I, you know, to keep it going. What? Holding what off until is what? This is my, until I can buy an electric car. But I, you know, I'm like you. I can't afford, uh, you know, a Tesla Model S. I just don't. I don't not. Why don't you get an Eagle? Can you get another like electric? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I yeah. could. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you no, what. Like a cardigan. A, a, a used BMW i3. Would be the tits, yeah, right. They're you cool, know, uh, but the range is so small. I well, yeah. see, I don't need a lot of range for this my city car, and uh, there there are several other uh, fine choices Used out there. Used i3s are cheap. They're mm-hmm. crazy cheap. Yeah, and I, cheap. do you know Sandy Monroe, the guy who did the Tesla breakdown and everybody uh, flipped out? He did. Do you know Sandy Monroe? No. Uh-uh. All right. They, they Monroe Associates does a total breakdown service for automakers. They say, okay, uh, they they take a car and they take it down to the last nut, bolt, and screw. Oh, yeah. Right, right. They like, they, document every piece. Everything. And, it's right, a, right. A, a, and then they, they sell, oh, I can't uh, sell you a book uh, with about 700 pages with everything could possibly be known about the car so he tore down a bmw i3 which was made in leipzig in the new factory right mm-hmm. uh, or, or, uh, uh, uh is it uh is it leipzig or uh uh where, where? dresden 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 so uh <laughs> i'm sorry am i getting losing the track? no i was just gonna have zach look it up while no, you no, no, story, it was so. in, uh, built in dresden so uh at the new factory designed by hatha hadid uh, uh zatha hadid they found no um, flaws. It was the most perfect car they had ever taken apart. Sandy said this thing was built like a spaceship. Uh, it was uh, dimensionally perfect, and uh, and everything about it was absolutely built like like a like a spaceship. Except as Dr. Froelich, uh, who built the thing, or who's the chief, uh, the technology chief, said to me, uh, the the battery was shit. <laughs> Uh, and uh, he said, admit, Doctor, you have you know, have you ever met, you know, no. Doctor Froelich is okay. No. Doctor Froelich, Doctor, uh, I think is actually, I, I swear to God, his name is Wolfgang Froelich. 
Freulich means great German name. Freulich means happy in German, and he is the happiest German scientist you will ever really? meet. Really? Oh, he was like, oh, and, but he's Rashid. Oh, they were terrible. It was a fucking horrible. And, replace uh, happiest with uh, with only happy. Doctor Wolfgang, Doctor Wolfgang Freulich was you know delighted to tell me that they had shit batteries and and why they had shit batteries because why do they have shit batteries? This is all a matter of procurement, right? You know when the music stopped and everybody needed batteries this is basically what's happened in the past three years when the music stopped and all those uh, people needed batteries uh, there was a rush to get contracts signed uh, because you just can't make batteries out of nowhere mm-hmm. and uh so they uh they were not sure how they were going to pursue uh, their um their battery strategy they considered making it themselves they wanted to i think they probably will eventually uh, move forward on that front, but the the germs uh, were uh, a little left out, and there was a limited battery capacity. On and, and there another dimension is that they couldn't just buy all, all their batteries from China. They had an obligation to the industry to the ministry uh, to uh, buy German batteries. So they were just they had a, a, a procurement shortage, and they wound up using you know less than uh, I mean we're commercial grade uh, lithium ion batteries, but not like. The good ones, and not many of them. That's a, <laughs> and not, not and not, so that they're going to burn through that mistake, right? You know, they've got other liabilities. Do you think, like you will be able to like extended warranty in i three and get a replacement battery? It's better. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet there will be an aftermarket that. No, they already uh, aren't used. I three is like oh, ten G's. Sure. Used I three extended ranges are like ten to fifteen G's. I think. Right. They're very nice to ride in, and, and they drive and rear wheel drive. 150 miles on the new on the new ones are like the latest generation that went from like a pretty lame 100 to 150. 150 and, becomes usable. Do you yeah. know that they said when I was uh, when I was working for the LA Times, I drove for the first time in New York. They delivered it to me with a dead battery <laughs> <laughs> in New York City, and I was Thanks. like, "Fuck!" And hey. I was in uh, you know I was in a. Uh, 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 Central Park, right, literally on the side of the like, road with the handsome car uh, cabs going by, and uh, I was oh fuck, and uh, so but that then it got uh, uh, picked up and charged. I'm sure I don't know what happened to it, buried in the ocean. That's hilarious. I know. Wow. So I know. Let's go to um, the fans for a few minutes. Shut down the <laughs> super chat. Can you zoom in so I can read the mm. motherfucker? I can't read nothing. <sighs> Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, 89 Ford F350 wants to know what is the best racetrack close to Long Island? It's a great question. Uh, there's one racetrack left on Long Island. Mm. I can't remember the name of it, but they made the documentary about it called like The Last Race or something. Oh, it closed. Yeah. That was like, the documentary. It closed. It was about that. It was about it closing. The oval right? race. Yeah, the yeah. oval track. It was threatened to close. I didn't watch yeah. it. So it, was, yeah. it was well shot. It was uh, very well shot. Let's see. Best racetracks. You can go to Pocono. In Pennsylvania, then you probably just drive. You drive straight across Jersey. Monticello. You go to Monticello. You go to New Jersey Motorsports Park, or you go to Lime Rock. Those what are, what those kind are of racing options. are we doing? Because oh. we uh, we uh, drag racing or e town. I gotta assume this person means a road race. They usually yeah, they usually mean road course, and they say track. They say drag strip. Because uh, e town's e town's a whole uh, thing unto Didn't itself. Didn't they close? It no, they, they closed everything but the drag strip. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. the town is closed. <laughs> oh, you can go to uh, where's Club Loose? New Jersey, New Jersey, no. that, New Jersey Motorsports yeah. Park. Did you say that? No, it's yeah. I think near English Town, but not. I think we yeah, it's close. That that's yeah. a good time too. Also, uh, time. Uh, Google it. <laughs> yeah. 
know. No, that's okay. Uh, hey man, that was after 30, those net 10, right? 33 RPM says, how much power should the NSX Type R have? Are they coming out with a new NSX Type R? Uh, is that a thing they're doing? I don't know. I had the I had that car uh, a couple about a month, and I don't know if it was the I don't think the, 19, it was the, the updated one. Yeah, the updated one. But the R, uh, you know, it has the same issue uh, as uh, the uh, as all of these uh, super performance hybrids as the integration of the uh, electrics and uh, and engine. In that car, it's really a pretty. Uh, it's pretty much central to the experience of driving that car is that that this uh, the sense of uh, the front and rear yeah uh, working together but sometimes not always i, a, I found that car to be fast as balls in the canyons for like sure it is really fast. really fast like i need to spend twice as much money to go faster than that you know uh, the thing is once it's up on its toes you're right but around town it feels very sort of disconnected yeah yeah, yeah. it's like a prius like at low speeds mm-hmm. like yeah i know what you mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, uh like when this engine starts and stops and that kind of uh, stuff and just yeah, yeah. yeah the, the first and second in this sort of you know it's a kind of clunky there yes uh, i agree but when you're on it it's fast as fuck we did mid-ohio there we went real real fast yeah uh thojo Tho- says uh thoughts on the volvo 480 turbo uh, there's a lot of uh, Riata in that front. Isn't the Volvo 480 Turbo a Euro market Volvo? <laughs> someone import one of those fucking things? There's a well, I was going to say, you've, you're, you've quite a reach there. Uh, a you know, 480 Turbo. You're bringing I, in the uh, the Dutch uh, contingent, obviously. Uh, I'm not sure I would import one of those. F- isn't, they don't mean to import it. Do isn't they? that like a cost-cutty Volvo? It's like a hatchback. It was, wasn't it made in a partnership with somebody else? Spence, do you want to do you want to give us an <laughs> insight on the 480 Turbo? Wasn't it made by Dow? I was going to say Seat or something. I yeah. think it might be like Seat or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Seat. I wouldn't spend the money importing one of them fucking things. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't. Would not hazard a. I never saw one in good kit. No. He says. Our friend is from Europe and says no. <laughs> it looks like someone took a Honda Accord front and then grafted it to their Honda Civic. It does hatch. have a. It does have a weird. Uh, it does. It's got a little. It's got. Wow, the Riata front. Those headlights are really are Buick Riata. And that was the question. And, and I, I the think question I, was Riata. Yeah, I, I see it. I agree. I say yes. The Riata's gonna. Have Final its answer day. is yes. You fucking wait. Uh, thirty-three RPM says Vector W eight, Lister Storm V twelve, or Panos Esperante GTR, <laughs> which is the nastiest of the three. Panos, define uh, Panos. Yeah, yeah, by far. Uh, and uh, Esperante but, GTR. Well, you know, uh, yeah, Yikes. they were uh, they were uh, they were uncomfortable, but and uh, but at least the they Lister, were deadly. The uh, Lister Storm V twelve. Lister Storm. Dude. I don't know about the V twelve, but the Listers Listers are great. I've Have you ever I, driven one? Yeah, of those? I've driven a. 400 i think you they have? call it yeah. what the fuck tell me everything about what it's like to drive a well Lister it's like Storm. driving you know, it's like driving a what Corvette video from the game 60s? do i remember that from you know a car is old just real quick when you can't find a photo <laughs> that's over a certain res yeah, because yeah. those photos were taken in yeah, the 90s anyway right. continue how old is this car uh 240p well i don't know but <laughs> the, the the vector is also something i never drove but never aspired to either uh there I mean, was a vector at uh radwood wow. there was I, the vector i, I think i you looked mean to it say, over uh, quite thoroughly this looks it like you, they, when they give shit, it to you, man. they give you an, a, like uh, a three-inch cutting wheel, and they're like, as tires get bigger and technology <laughs> changes, you can increase your own wheel well size. <laughs> well, right? Your wheel arch. It's like a make-your-own-pizza <laughs> kind of kit. Well, now, I want you to look at this car, because this is an important historic note. You know, this was this expressed a certain wow. frustration.
frustration with the aftermarket uh, community because a lot of people were trying to do it themselves, and it turned out that it's harder than it looks. Yeah, it's true. And uh, you know, so and and also uh, this was really before the in innovation of CAD mapping. Yeah. So uh, you know, when that comes in, you have a much you see the subtleness of lines sort of emerge in the '90s. There and you know these better radiuses, but that looks you know that's about as that's fast as they can bad. make it. <laughs> it's pretty bad. The proportions pretty are funny. wonky. As well, shit. right. Who knows where the uh, that's that their hard parts are so bad fucking too. weird looking. Right. Man. That's not a good looking car. Well, you know, the nastiest, the, uh, I think. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think, not this. An well, Esperante no, uh, GTR is a that's a race car. That's a real. That's well, no, no. See, that's the GTR was the one they built twenty five to go racing at Le Mans because yeah. I was on the Panos team uh, <laughs> at Le Mans. Uh, that's. Wow! Yeah, yeah, they they had they had twenty five road cars. Uh, that uh, yeah. it's, I'll it's take better that. looking than the others, but it's definitely that is as penis like as a vehicle gets. It's pretty pretty oh, foul. Man. Oh. You know who loved the Panos team? The French thought they were the bomb. <laughs> uh, I was going to say because it looks like a, that looks like a Delahaye from this year. Mm. If that's what it was a terribly. T- I wrote a story for Car and Driver. I worked this race, uh, and uh, at the end of it, well, the first of it, they uh, they wrecked their car. They burned it to the ground, uh, and then they put it back together, and they went racing. Now, see, this is now look. This is this a, this a, a proper uh, a proper. This is the car that sells cocaine to vipers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Absolutely, That's very good. Absolutely, I agree with that. Jeez, wow! It's, for Does it share wheels with a Zonda? Those they are Zonda are R wheels. Zonda wheels. Yep. Um, for people listening, it's it's like it's that metallic purple, the kind of shift shifting shift shift color. Uh, but what's the front like? It's like LMP one headlights. Oh yeah. my! It, it's and very the Batmobile uh, nose? anthropomorphic. It's, it's got a yeah. It's like a, out of the movie Cars. It's uh, somewhere between Batmobile, a trimaran. Uh, <laughs> well, you remember that this is sort of this uh, con, uh, uh, con, uh, coincident with the Schumacher Batman, and the Schumacher directed Batman had that silly ass Batmobile. That's the, uh, right? that's and the Clooney Batman, right? I think that is the nipple Batman. Yes, uh, and uh, uh, and so um, so, and I think I think that in in terms of uh, the, the the genre styling, they have yep. there's a lot oh, of overlap yeah. there. Oh, things that yeah, cars that look like cocks were really. <laughs> peaking <laughs> well the okay. Batmobile was never you know very may subtle like even when it you know the, the early ones that were cool but this may is just demonstrate for the people Zach don't, don't keep those beautiful I, Batmobiles I, to yourself I'm trying to find a uh, alright and after that I'll ahead, tell Dan. you about a rocket that looks like a penis <laughs> that's all of them uh, this one in particular is a awkwardly uh, sort of embarrassing. It's like that it's the elephant in the room a good as a Batmobile yeah right that it's was so cock like <laughs> no, there's just well, there's just I swear, a lot going on. Uh, yeah, I, I swear. If that's a, if that's your idea of a cock, then I'm not sure I can. Uh, I can't. No, go you with know you. what that is? That's like the thing that the guy had to put on in seven samurai before fucking yeah, the a, hooker to death. Uh, that is samurai armor <laughs> on your cock. Uh, All right. Okay. So moving on. Rocket ships. Uh, yeah, one looks like a cock. No. I so it. I did a story a couple months ago about uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, Blue Origin Company. I went to uh, their headquarters in Kent, and they showed me around the rocket factory, which was really cool, including uh, something a three D printed uh, rocket engine. Uh, but uh, the <laughs> Shepard New Origin. Uh, that this this is New Shepard. Holy shit! It really right. does look like a big dick. Right. It it, it does. <laughs> it, looks, it looks just like a penis. Uh, and uh, 
Now I'm telling you, that is uh, awkward right there. Uh, <laughs> that is. Uh, and I went to Kent all day long. Nobody mentioned it, right? Really? So I know that they're like super conscious of the fact that it looks like a phallus. It looks like a, a you know, a, a marital aid. So uh, you asked the question, right? No, I didn't because, uh, well, because I just couldn't. Because you could I, tell that you could tell that an email had gone out at some point. And went, look, no one mentioned this again. Exactly. We know. I mean, we know, look, yeah, and with the right, name right. like Blue Origin, yeah, it, yeah. it are it looks like it's a tampon. Yeah. Well, it's a, uh, so it's it's, uh, it's definitely uh, something. This it's will a, help us apply ourselves to the universe yeah now the reason it is uh, like that is because it has uh, the, the the at the capsule at uh, the glands i should say if you um <laughs> the glands the uh, roman war helmet that, that's right that is exactly uh, <laughs> the purple uh, if you'll direct your attention to the purple veined uh, helmet of the uh, spacecraft uh no so um it's jewish those, spacecraft too. well yeah, I, exactly circumcised why because uh i'm i'm at a i'm uh my thing's still working uh, <laughs> finish, finish, your, finish thought. your thought, and then you and, can... uh, uh, the reason it's like that is because once the capsule comes off, it has these uh, circumferential uh, uh, vents that open up, and they they pop open uh, as the th the thing drops like a stone for about uh, you know uh, sixty nautical miles. So and would then, you say it, and then lands it, and then lands? But the first thing happens is it that it blows these, its load, and then it. I, uh, I uh, would not. Uh, that's a very, it, uh, very it drops. It goes and, to uh, sleep for about sixty nautical miles until so it, it finally wakes up in a panic and well, ejects a parachute. Well, so what goes he, through your head when you have sex? Good guy, you have a panic. Well, now you want. It's, it's amazing that these can land. After, like that's just ridiculous. It doesn't matter if it's them or SpaceX or whatever. It does it's, matter. It's, it's fucking a, incredible. It is. It is incredible. As I say, SpaceX is sort of you know probably another ten years ahead of these guys as well. But uh, but this uh, this rocket vectoring is such that uh, it really uh, makes it possible. They they call it a, th a TPM, a, a thermal protection material, on the bottom, so that they've gotten to the point they're going to turn around like an aircraft. The, the the capsule flies off at 62 this thing you know shoots up and it goes about three and a half g's maximum uh going up goes to 62 nautical miles then uh, at some point the capsule separates capsule continues on its ballistic trajectory and Whoa. and then the uh and then the rocket uh the booster itself single stage booster falls back down and as i say it falls like an arrow heading toward the earth and then at about two miles uh altitude the these uh, these uh, veins pop out. I'm sorry, that's probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> so it's, it's like an, it's like, an um, it's, it's like an umbrella of rockets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, an umbrella. Well, there's no. It's just a passive uh, vein, and then the oh. then the uh, the propulsive uh, then the propulsive uh, phase of the landing happens where the thing fires up an engine. Then okay, then so like it, it's flaps, but they, they yeah, control exactly. the tilt. Like drag, yeah, slow it down. It's like yeah. a Zonda. That's right. And then uh, so, but I think you. Uh, how much? Okay, so let me just ask you a question, because uh, or you you know rich people, uh, and uh, can't wait to see where this is going. Well, how much would you? What do you think is a fair price for this experience? It, it's uh, sixty-two oh, to go to miles, space. four minutes of weightlessness. You six people in a in a capsule. Wait, so you ride in the capsule? Ride or in the capsule? In the, no, you ride in the capsule. In the no, no. Rocket. I mean, unless you're really bad, I guess you. Yes, you ride in the capsule. And then <laughs> no, land, right back. And then you land old school style capsule parachute ocean. The, uh, the, that's right. No, no ocean on the on the ground. Uh, it, it it goes up, and then it uh, you have four minutes. 
minutes of waitlists, then people have to buckle back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is part the part that's probably the most, uh, I think, uh, concerning for the insurance agents. Uh, but you have to buckle yourself back in. No attendance, right? This is a completely autonomous spacecraft. Uh, whoa. And, uh, it's a carnival ride. Uh, so, well, exactly. Exactly. It is. Mm-hmm. And then you fall back down, and the most you, the, the fall back down is, uh, is kind of intense. There's another three or four Gs right there. And then uh, the, the, uh, the parachutes open, uh, drones first, and then the big three. And you come down, and you have a little propulsive landing uh, of the capsule. And you land safely. So you want how much do you think it's worth? Is that what you're saying? Well, That's you're saying. Uh, yeah, and I, I've done retail price. And I can tell you now that uh, my back of the envelope tells me that they can fly one of these things for about four hundred thousand dollars a sortie. So six. Okay. Yeah, six, I was going to say like a hundred to one hundred and fifty grand. Would ahead. you? Uh, but but that I, seems. I, that not seems, that I would pay that. Right. This, yeah. No, this is what no, I'm asking. I, this is what I'm asking you. If it's uh, what I would pay. Yeah. What would you? What do you think is a? I don't think that's. I think fifty to hundred because you can go on those those zero gravity flights. Yeah, they're expensive. The vomit, the vomit, the vomit comet. comet, which is not cheap, but you get like multiple zero gravity sessions. Yeah, but this is flying a rocket like Alan Shepard to the edge of space. This is their pitch. This is just, if you want to feel like Alan Shepard, and it's a True. it's a ride. True. And also, there's one other thing that might be interesting to you and your d- demented. Uh, Can I bring my therapy dog? Oh, oh uh, that's a good question. Uh, yapping under the seat. In a little fucking uh, someone. In a little mini glow. Oh my god. So, um uh, the uh, the other thing is that if there is a uh, an emergency during the boost phase, uh it has a solid uh, rocket uh, escape uh, motor and it's a, in a big drum it looks about the size of a 55 gallon oil drum it's built uh-huh. into the uh, center of the cabin. And when that thing goes off, uh, you will be exposed to uh, something like 11 Gs. That's uh, to escape a disaster. In that's your right. Escape, you, you go fire. It, 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 you really are. You are a ro- you are a fire. Cra- uh, you know, where, bottle look, rocket. Where do you end up if they fire that? Thing? Well, you know, that, 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 that's right. <laughs> downrange ways. Uh, downrange. Down range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ideally. Yeah. I, ideally, that's the idea. Is you want to get away from? It. But it. Mm. But it's pretty. See, that's the only thing that uh, you know. The, I don't know why the term downrange. I know. Is so it's fucking like, you know, funny there. Downrange is like Nebraska. Like yeah, where yeah. Fire, wherever you. Is it Morocco? Um, uh, but uh, no, it's a. Uh, if that happens, uh, you know, you will have gotten your money's worth. That that is for fucking sure. Yeah, I paid for three G's and got eleven yeah, G's. Eleven G's and now seven just, more G's. Now I just need to spend a month you know, in the hospital. My, my Audi's now an innie, but I yeah, got right, right. My G's. bladder is uh, out my asshole. A hundred and fifty <laughs> for a couple legit laps. Is it one lap? You get an orbit? It, it, no, 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 no. Uh, see, that's the thing. It's just it's suborbital. It's it is four uh, minutes. Four minutes in the now. Oh but it, I mean, it's an experience, and it is space. You do get a you do cross what's called the Kármán line, which is the official. Yeah, uh, and you get a phase. launch. Like and you get a launch. You're not taking off on a plane. You get a fucking launch. All right, and it's they true. don't. It, it, this thing is. Uh, this is a be. This runs on a be four rocket engine. They call it. And I mean, it, if, it has to throttle up, right? Because it can't start at full power. It'll blow your uh, mind. Uh, so it starts, you know, slow, and then it picks oh, so up. So it's not like Apollo. Oh, where Apollo! They just light the fucking fuse. And no, you, they throttle uh, up too. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they. I mean, they get going quick, and then you hear it's like full power now, and then it's. 
right. thousands of miles an hour. Whatever. And the throttle ability of these engines, rocket engines, this is the thing that makes it a big difference. Why? And as you uh, as you you know get into, you'll see that uh, if you can making rocket engines are is really tough, and uh, because you, it's the pressure in the chamber, you got to get the pressure into the chamber, and the faster you can build pressure, the better you are. And uh, so it's a so it's quite a complicated uh, uh, process. And uh, if you can get it to throttle down to about twenty percent that's the uh, that, that's the magic number so you could just you know uh, up and down because all of the stuff that people are talking about is going to require below that it, it flames out it, exactly yeah, yes yeah. exactly right and uh oh. but but uh, but 20 percent would be uh if you could not throttle it down 20 now you, you can know, cruise you can dock you can cruise you can do a lot more things it makes spacecraft much more uh, manageable uh, i bet they'll sell plenty of seats for sure oh yeah people will buy it by the I mean, bucket load you the know, autonomous pilot thing is a little weird for re- me but if it costs 400 to fly what's it really going to be two to three hundred to go per per head these guys are going to want to make they don't uh, they're not doing this for charity well i you want to know how that went down so i was at the meeting with the the ceo uh and all this he also has ceo uh, not jeff bezos no no jeff doesn't deign to do management on a day-to-day basis that's that's for that's for little people um i'm busy i'm busy driving uh uh, billionaires uh, i'm uh, I'm designing a phallus shaped (laughs) I don't. I don't talk to. I don't unless you have three commas. We don't talk to yeah. to, to Bezos. What was that? Trace uh, Trace uh, Comas. What was the yeah. liquor that that guy had on Silicon Valley? Yeah, that was Trace great. Comas. Trace Comas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Jeff is busy designing rockets that look like penises. But and he was not in this meeting, and uh, uh, so. Uh, and that's a whole other thing because, you know, among the things they don't talk about, the, the rocket has a f- certain phallus-like uh, silhouette, uh, and there's a person named Elon Musk. Uh, they're not... Uh, they don't, don't... It's not... We don't, we, don't, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about Mr. Musk. Uh, of course they don't. And... Uh, and so, uh, what was I going to tell you about that? Uh, uh, oh, the cost, the cost. Yeah. Um, they do not know. They can't decide. I said to them that uh, I was concerned that there was, it was kind of anti-democratic to uh, charge so much for a space trip when space really was a common inheritance. And they looked at me as if I had uh, a pronounced Sharia yep. law. Uh, they had I no idea that. what uh, they were. They were like, what? And uh, so, but they got up, I must say, they spooled up quickly on the question of the democratization of space. I also said to them, now, do I have your guarantee that uh, you will not uh, militarize the moon? And they were like, <laughs> and uh you know really? Uh, yeah really and uh see it was fun because once i realized what their trip their triggers were it was so easy to find them <laughs> and uh wow. and uh so but yeah they were the militarization of the moon was uh now this is a guy i'm telling you this is a guy who's got you know stanford phd mba in harvard and he was stammering hard uh and i thought to myself hmm Sounds like perhaps they do have Sounds some like uh, militarization some of the moon ideas. <laughs> yeah. But I think like at a retail, for as a thrill ride, right? At a retail price. Yeah. I think this is going to sound really bad, but it's true. There's almost no difference between 150 and 300 grand. The kind of people who will spend it on this, not a car or a home or a boat, a 10 minute experience. Mm. There's no difference. All right, I got another question for you. I have another question for you along these same lines, unless yeah. you've got questions uh, lined up. We probably do, but go ahead. All right, here's my question to you. So, what is your it, questions are probably more interesting. What is it? Uh, what is the state of mind of a person who spends three hundred thousand dollars for an Icon four x four, who uh, uh, then either 
takes it off-road and bashes mm-hmm. it up or doesn't? Which one is more perverse? Which one is more sane, uh, or if either? And, uh, you know, uh, because I asked this question a couple of times, and I think the answer is, you know, it's kind of a poor person's question. They've got, people got so much money that, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter to them. If you They're hang detached out with John from- Ward for 15 minutes. I hung out with John Ward. I went to his charity thing, Go Campaign. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. I show. heard about that. It was a lovely thing at this fucking Super Baller spot in Bel Air. We drank <laughs> all the free wine. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I, you're real humanitarian. <laughs> I donate. Well, I donated a couple watches uh, for the auction, which did sell. Uh-huh. I also bought a really nice, like, overnight bag at the auction. Um, but while I'm sitting there talking to John Ward uh, for fucking five minutes, someone comes up and he goes, "John, I'm so glad I saw you. The Lagonda's in." And he goes, "When can I drop it off?" And John's like, "I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like in a couple months." Something. He's like, "A couple months." He's like. It's Lagonda. You want to go? And John's like, I know, I know, I know. John, John has people who are ready to give him a million to a million and a half dollars for one-off builds all day long. Right, lined up, lined up. Right. But he actually can't like do it. It's like too. Well, those builds are too much of a drain. He can only do so many of them. So, well, I, I was I, like, I was like, John. Do the Lagonda. <laughs> Quit fucking around, buddy. Get you, that Lagonda in. Have you, uh, I, I, you probably talked about Jonathan Ward plenty on this show. I, I don't, John's great. I haven't, we can talk about John. All right. Well, I think, uh, his, um, situation now is he can't decide whether he wants to be a rich man or an artist. Mm. And, mm. uh, he's torn, uh, because as you say, he's got more money, more business than he knows what to do with. And it's very hard to watch business go out the door. Yeah. Um, uh, at the same, at the same time, he has many other passions and he doesn't want his uh, other hobby, uh, to, uh, to become his job. Now that's like bring- his leather make his leather. Well, making see is now very this pretty. is where I'm going because I think he's kind of been wasting his time with cars. <laughs> Because <laughs> the tool, the leather tooling is fantastic, yeah. and his uh, his sensibility about leather is really good. And I, I, I hate to say to yeah, you should make this your uh, full time gig, and uh, because it's really his. his I'm buying something from him. Um, uh, really? Yes. See again, you know that's a he's so he's gone to professional le- status leather. already. Leather. Right, right. Yeah, but he's gone car. into yeah. uh, professional leather making, and so he can't decide whether he wants to have micro dealerships in parts of the country to service Icon Four by Four, which is, you know, right, exactly a whole other step up, yeah, or does step. he want to step back? I co- I drove one of his FJs, one of the four door ones. Yeah. I drove one around for a day. I completely understand why you'd want one. It makes a lot. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because it's so it's a it's a there are very few things that you can buy that are so simple and made so well that they're almost mutually exclusive. Simple is a word that he used. Uh, I was surprised. I asked him, you know, what was the inner motivation uh, for some of these uh, buyers? And and the notion of simplicity or clarity or and, and of course it's an illusion, right? Behind the the sheet metal that dashboard, there's a lot of uh, modern tech and all yeah. the instruments and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, backs yeah. of it. So it's a, it's it's a in a way but it's, it's presented it's presented simply and <sighs> it's simple components that are fine-tuned in a really nice way that I have a very complete package. I like that FJ. That FJ had the best steering of any truck I've ever driven. Well, you and I Why? Could, I have no fucking clue, well, but it I, did. Be- I believe you and I could build uh, the frame-up uh, 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 that would equal an icon if we wanted to spend enough money to do it and have the right suppliers. Probably, uh, but the, I'm glad body, he's doing the, it. I don't want to do that stuff. shit. 
Yeah, no, it's the well. I mean, it's what I, my point is. It's really hard to make a superior four by four because so much, so many four by fours are, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you once you put the Dana forty fours and the thirty six bead locks, and it's you, not know, about, you, you know, you know, it's not about I can go over this boulder and right. you can't at all. Right. I'm talking about just something like you can't have a Toyota FJ that also feels like a high quality luxury good. Uh-huh. Like typically if someone tries to like make something into high quality, they stuff it full of like stuff, like TVs or whatever. <laughs> like it's like none of that. I don't know. None of this doesn't apply to any people I know, but <laughs> Well, okay, like the What's uh, that toy What's that Toyota truck that everybody loves around the world? Uh, Toyota Hilux. Hilux, right? Yeah. What about how'd you like to have uh, a Hilux done up like this, right? You say so the, you know, a uh, simple, dirt, small, but you know, with like a you know t- Toyota Motorsports uh, uh, engine. I mean, it would probably be pretty cool. Yeah, I like what he's doing. I, I think I think he just should carry on. If I had to, if he wants my opinion. Did you see his? Uh, uh, yeah. Are you allowed to talk about that? No. <laughs> And yeah, edit that out. No, it's a real looks really <laughs> looks really tight though. Well, it's yeah. in the you know it was in the uh, showroom and it was uncovered. Oh, it, it was. Well, they were trying to get to anyway. All right. Well, oh, it looks like a great idea though. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Uh, the regular ninety six says, "What is the most batshit insane, scary fast car you can buy for fifteen thousand dollars? No mods allowed. Um, I don't think fifteen thousand dollars is getting you anything scary. Four C used four C fifteen grand." Good luck. Salvage title F yeah, uh, F body Camaro with a turbo on it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Florida. Oh yeah. Well, I, right. So it's going to no smell like allowed. death. <laughs> oh no, mods allowed. I'm sorry. Oh, for fifteen thousand. Uh, you know, I had this crazy experience. I went to drive the Supra, and they also had the TRD. Uh, it was FT86. Yeah, is what the, they call it. Yeah. I loved the that car. That was so much fun. Uh, we were at Summit Point. I was there too. Yeah. The, oh, and, and, that was before you, I think. And it was. I love. <laughs> well, you don't like that car? No, I liked. I I I do like it. The Supra is like, so much better. <laughs> I, see, that's funny. I didn't. Supra I, was great. I eh, like the Supra. You know, I thought the Supra was heavy and heavy and kind of you know. It just, but it had enough power to drifto mm, everywhere. Well, there was a lot of a drifting there, especially that first corner. There, yes, people were getting really well into it. Uh, no, that was fun. That, that was fun. It had drift. It had the driftomatic. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you what: for motor grassroots motorsports, that uh, FT eighty six was much more fun. Way more fun. They drive. They're really fun. I drove the TS uh, TRD or the TS? no. It was, it was the yeah. It was the TS. Yeah, but it's, I, I it's, it's very similar. It was really really fun. And I wonder, you know, could you get one of those for fifty? Used for fifteen? You can now. Yeah. Uh, like, well, I mean, you can get a the regular eighty six or whatever for. 15 that's my choice. Yeah. Then. I'm gonna say that. Bad shit and sca- crazy, scary, fast. They're, they're, I don't. Think yeah, I don't think you can do that. Well, you can get a C5 Corvette. That's probably the fast thing you, you can get. You could probably get a C5 Corvette, or maybe oh, scary. Maybe a C4 Corvette. Much scarier. <laughs> oh man, I had a weird thing in Germany. Uh, I was uh, clipping along the autobahn at uh, you know mock everything, uh-huh. and uh, in a seven eighteen came, and this is last week, and uh, and I up come up come this big black C four right triple black with black wheels, and he has a pinata hanging from his mirror. Fuck out of here! <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I, they ran a hundred Mexi- miles an hour. It's awesome. They and have Mexicans uh, in Germany. No, I, I think it was for some sort of uh, maybe not pinata. Pinata. <laughs> like a floral arrangement <laughs> anyway uh and the man was he, he could have been turkish you know he, they, they, awesome. it was uh, could have been a festival but uh i let him pass uh he was like we were in tuscany for the honeymoon two weeks ago and the only 
I saw very few cool cars. There's not a lot of cool cars mm. in that area, in that part of the world. Mm. And one, the the only n- truly notable cool car I saw, I saw Delta Integrale, like Evo, with the big wing on it and shit. It was rad. And I saw like a 1984 two-tone tuned port injection C4 Corvette, like an early shit pile one. And a guy driving in the Italian countryside on Italian plates pleased his fucking punch with himself. Yeah, I can say that. <laughs> I mean, hey, I drove here from Jersey. I wanted to go home. <laughs> you know, it codes very differently in Europe. You know, a car like that looks very different, presents very yeah. different, sends a whole different sure. set of uh, uh, meanings. And it's cool. I, I, I'm down with that. If I were, you know, uh, uh, an uh, Italian gentleman and I wanted to bomb around swing a dick, uh, that would be a good yeah. car. You know what I saw in, in Monaco at the casino, in front of the what? casino during the Grand Prix? You know, it's like Veyron, Koenigsegg, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then a 1989 Cadillac Fleetwood <laughs> with the four liter, like the crossfire inject or whatever the fuck it was. Like the the shitty one, not mm. the dope one we saw earlier today. Right, right, right. Like the front wheel drive, terrible one. <sighs> and somebody, not the 90s one, the 80s one. Mm. And somebody, I think it was an 89, what is it? Oh, like 88, 89. This is a brilliant innovation, by the way, with Zach looking these pictures up in real time. This is great. And it was... Can't and, tell if serious. someone had <laughs> imported really this good. thing uh, to... Mo- yeah, that. Yeah. Someone had imported that to Monaco wow. and was driving it around, and they parked that shit right up front of the casino. Wow. Well, that's that's a- the person that will buy a trip to space for four minutes, because they're, like, <laughs> they're like, look, I bought this car as a joke, and I brought it to Monaco. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And then, they, and then when they leave, they probably just throw it in the ocean. That would be the biggest flex ever to roll up in like a 200-foot yacht yeah. and crane this thing. I uh, <laughs> Starts like the Uncle Buck car. <laughs> my friend sold, my friend sold, look up this, a 66 Fleetwood sedan. Uh, a Cadillac Fleetwood sedan. So uh, my friend's uh, husband died. Uh, he... Uh, had uh, one of these cars i don't know why uh it would not be my first choice uh or oh, last wow. right it's so, like straight out of the godfather yeah exactly exactly and and it was bought by a dutch family uh and they uh they, I, I gave it a, i gave it a oh, pass yeah. a good bill of health and they shipped it to holland yeah and, and they ride around on sundays uh well, big it, american cars are huge they love that they love right those things and that's their sunday car you know there's a guy i know this car there's a guy who's got one of these around here on big detroit steels and airbags and it looks fucking sick oh i'd slam lie. one of these I'd, i think hot. that would be you know uh yeah riv uh, 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 a slam riv is still my favorite Boatail or 60 Boatail, of course. a slammed Boatail riv my man yeah i think I that is it. i think We're that is the greatest age my friend i think this is the greatest Fucking Boatel Riviera. What's um, uh, let's see a slam Boatel Riviera. I'm gonna. Rev I'm, gonna I'm gonna. Are we done now? Have, have I, uh, not almost, but I'm actually. Sorry. I, I have a. I re, no, we're good. I, I have a dinner reservation at eight thirty in, in Venice. Uh, yeah, I gotta go too. But um, I'm gonna. Sorry for people. Uh, oh, we'll answer questions. Oh, general watch question. Wa- uh, wants to get into the watch game. Fun but not luxury. Mm, fiance wants to get a nice wedding gift. Should you get a basic Rolex or should you get sort of a fun other micro brand? I think you should get in the Rolex game because you're just parking the money and you'll get it back guaranteed. Steel Rolex sport watches. That's all your first watch. You can wear it for everything. Um, 
Let's see. Should I be concerned with the occasional 30-degree morning with a set of Pilot Super Sports? No, you'll be fine. Except for three days of cold weather, you'll be fine. Don't drive fast. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you contradict yourself? It's 30 de- if it's 30 degrees, your sport pilots are going to be hard. They will be, but he says uh, three days of snow at most. Oh, okay. Charlotte, North Carolina. Would you daily drive a car in your own hometown with Pilot Super Sports on it? Man, all season. Uh, oh, all season. Would you oh, yeah, use yeah, them uh, as all, all seasons? Season. Well, you no, mean, you, are they summers and use them all He's season? asking if he can drive these year-round. There's only three days of snow, but he's concerned about the No, man, I, t- I tell you mornings. what, I've had so many of those tires go hard on me at 45 degrees. No snow on the ground, just cold. And uh, it's real, It's uh, I think uh, tires need uh, to be warm. I agree. So I you say no. It's, I, look, you live, it's your town. I you say see? all seasons. I say all seasons. Okay. Don't get the summer. All right, the guy who lives in your town says that's it. Yeah. So there you go. Well, uh, Sean says best new diesel mid-sized truck for daily driving fuel economy and occasional race car hauler. I have no fucking clue. I don't think there None. is one. And there's one. There is one. Their diesel Ford is going to have a diesel option, but you know whatever. I'm sorry, uh, Sean. I haven't driven a diesel no, pickup truck Ford since Ranger, 2013. Ford Ranger, Ranger is great. Well, uh, the Ford Ranger will have a diesel option oh, right, okay. in uh, six months to compete with. Uh, it's it's okay. Car. It's okay. It's a little. It's old. It's you know. It's old design. Ford yeah, not for here, but okay. Yeah. yeah, but they've been making in like South America and shit forever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm just happy Remember that there's small trucks back. Well, yeah, it, 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 that is if you know if it, the price was right. I don't know what the the price could be. It's in right. the forties. Yes, yeah. yes, the price is everything's cheap. out of its mind. Yeah, I can't hang with the forty thousand dollar mid sized truck. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not. Th- Why do I hate on the M235i? I just think it's a middle ground that stinks. Uh, Brazen Range. Should I get an L- Lexus LC500 for the canyons? Would I miss the 86's handling? Yeah. No and yes. LC500 is a beautiful tourer and daily driver. I oh. wouldn't get one as a canyon car. No. Uh, I mean, it'll right. do the, the last canyons, four. but you know, last four. It will Should, not. It's not. It doesn't like to. It's mm-hmm. heavy. It leans a bit. But uh, man, they're good looking. Ooh. Ford yeah. wants to know. Ford Sony thirteen wants to know. Should I get a late two thousands LS four sixty, a four year old Genesis five liter, or an Ecus as a daily? Get the Lexus. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All selling price. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm, I. You know what? I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna defer. Uh, I'm not sure. That's a good LS four sixty. Okay. I will declare. You are. You. You uh, have a lot of experience with those cars. Competi- M2 competition thoughts. I haven't driven it. Zach watch made a video. video. On it. Made yeah, a video. Go on watch it. Zach's video. Yeah, I've, I've driven that. Uh, any, like it. Anybody uh, love a Dynan M2? Yes, because they make it softer and mm-hmm. faster. Uh-huh. It's the best. Oh, interesting. Dynan usually soft. I drove their C63 AMG recently, and they they soften it slightly. Uh, well, you front end soft. What? And when you say they, soft, like how? They, they soften this. Well, on the yeah, on the C63, they soften the spring rate slightly, even though they lower it. Uh-huh. Just because I didn't see that. Because one of Steve's complaints was like the cars just made too stiff because that's what feels quote sporty. So just soften it up a little bit. It's compliant. It you know maintains traction, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, Small wheel and tire set. If you want, you could you also know, true. You know. Also true. Uh, Jerry says, "What's more fun to drive, Countach 911 or the three hundred dollar Volvo from a shitty a shitbox car video?" I believe that would be to you. Shitbox uh, car video. The shitbox cars are uh, always the most although fun. Although I can't believe that you were comfortable in the Countach. You know the Countach. I am actually uh, the, it's but, more comfortable uh, than an Aventador. But I know. But your seat is offset. No, it's not. Your steering wheel is offset. No, it's not. Are you sure? Yeah. 
It's not. The pedal box is narrow, but it's not offset. Okay. The Ferraris are way more offset than the Countach. I promise. Okay. I I would I I would I would say the truth about that car even if the truth isn't complimentary I promise it's, I guess it's the uh, foot box that I remember the pedal box is narrow I have to take my shoes off to drive it I I got pulled over uh, last week speeding uh-huh. and I had to get out of the car barefoot that's what it is that's it's funny. not that the steering wheel is, is off it's that your feet are you know you have to have your feet over sort of uh, your you know. feet are. The, your yeah, left yeah. foot is a little offset. Your right, the, your yeah, right yeah. foot is straight, but your left foot has to be here. The, yeah, pe- yeah. the entire pedal box is maybe ten inches wide. That's right. How has yeah. a, uh, a heel and toe on that? When I'm barefoot, fucking great. It's fine. Ah, uh, barefoot. Yeah. It's California. I drive barefoot all the time, anyway. Flip flops, kick them off. Drive barefoot. I've been driving manual gearbox barefoot for. Two I, I know. I, I, I can see you get used to it. I have great pedal feel. Great pedal feel with fucking no shoes. I on. can't get comfortable with no shoes. I, I do flip flops. I'm fine with that. But if I was no. a little more comfortable with how my feet looked, I'd make a video of driving barefoot. But I have bread, ugly fucking bread loaf feet. What a feeder! What a feeder to say. Actually, feeder feet. But the internet is also the internet. I know. That's, that's right. right. I'm not going to uh, present myself out there for that. No, no. I mean, you know, there's just so far you can go. I know. Wow. What is the E39 M5 of watches? Navid 7861. Oh, God. E39 M5. Great, for its, but breaks. Great for its time. Maybe a Pun. little overly complicated to service. <laughs> mm. The Zenith El Primero. Look it up. Wow. Sumit says, oh, more watch questions. Uh, I, I have one, too, if they're after them. Up uh, uh, for... Oh, I... I don't know what that means. I don't. I'm sorry. Optimum for vintage Rolex day date, other than Ref 1803, maybe. I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't understand your question. Uh, last one. <laughs> uh, Michael's looking for a slightly used luxury daily driver around 25 or 30 G's. Reliable, good tech, comfortable. Should I get a 2017 and up IS 350 F Sport versus an A4 or a BMW uh, 340i Impact? Mm. Oh, I like the idea of used Lexuses. Yes. Used Lexuses warm my heart. And much, yeah. a much smarter, safer buy. Yeah, that, uh, was, what was the uh, it was 350 F Sport? 350 yeah, F Sport. Car. Those are yeah. fun. Yeah. Very fun. I would, I would, a little bit of uh, body garnish, I think, would be make it nice. Uh, I could, just a little aftermarket something. Bo- oh, yeah. You can do cool wheels on those. Yeah, a lot and of cool a little stuff bit. I would like See to change the, uh, the, 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 the trim garnish in the back of the car. There must be a solution for that. Black it all out. Black out like, everything. Something like that, but they are not. I I, I say yes. Oh, by the way, so here's my watch question. Mm -hmm. So, what does a what does a Seiko mean to you anymore? Uh, I mean, it's a lot of things. I think Seiko as a brand is like uh, is a lot like Toyota as a brand. They're um, dependable. Um, They some of their models are stylish. They have some that are very cheap, and they have others that are very expensive, but and they some that are courted, very functional. They have not courted the prestige or luxury uh, buyer? Uh, well, the Grand Seiko is doing extremely well right uh-huh. now. Grand Seiko is blown up in America. They have a whole North American division. They have a boutique on Rod- Rodeo Drive that mm-hmm. you, you should, if you haven't checked out, you should go check out while you're in town. It's really cool. I have a Grand Seiko that I love. I'm I'm trying to find a watch that uh, is uh, you know a mechanical look quartz movement and uh, isn't you want a quartz movement? What's wrong? With yeah, you? I don't I, I don't want the dick watch. Well, you know what really bothers me about my two mechanical watches? Uh, mm. That's a Chopard and a Rolex. Uh, they uh, lose time, uh, and I know they probably need service. Uh, I guess. <laughs> 
That's uh, an indicator of a watch that needs service, Dan. I mean, I'm sorry right, to tell is, you. Is it a couple seconds a month? Uh, is that within the range? A couple seconds a month? No, is a couple seconds a month is within range. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. So. Yeah, a couple seconds yeah. a month is actually I think the show good. part is actually losing more uh, time, but I don't think the show part is uh, actually uh, as uh, well built. Uh, it's not. As a Rolex, it. it's not. Rolexes are really well-made watches. Uh, it's, it would seem yeah. so. But yeah. uh, anyway, that was my thought. Sumit, he, he followed up. He said he was asking your opinion on a vintage oh, day opinion. date. Opinion? Oh, I want. He wants a vintage day date. I mean, look, there's a. They made the the day date. Uh, did he say day date or just day just? He said day date. Day date. Day dates. Um, the real difference with day dates is when they switched from the hollow bracelet links to the solid ones. The hollow ones are much cheaper. So the day date, also known as a Rolex president, has the day across the top, day of the week, and the date. It's the watch Tony Soprano wore. It's the watch many of our US presidents have worn. That's why it's called the president. It has a unique bracelet. Um, it's The bracelet is it's called the president's bracelet. Uh, it's similar to the Jubilee bracelet that I have on my GMT, but it's a little different and it has an invisible clasp on the bottom side. Um, so it came in a lot of different dials, a lot of different. This full gold here is kind of the, the standard look. Um, they're small, though. Like a vintage one is, is going to be a small watch, a 34 or 36 millimeter. So if you have a wrist over like six and a half, seven, it's going to look a little weird. Um, but uh, they're cool. They are, they are always a classic. They hold their value extremely well. The problem with a used one is if the gold is really bashed up because people wore them as daily, driver, as daily watches, the watch, the gold can be soft and it get can be kind of track get kind of kind of dented and dinged up what the fuck website is this, this photoshop sound? is hilarious. this photoshop is so funny there's like, a, called there's like a there's like torno's a jewelry store but there's like a configurator that just shows a model and look it just places the they, they didn't want to pay the model to actually wear the, the watch so they just they really badly photoshopped it over, it over some really stock footage kind of funny. it's pretty funny um they're lovely watches if it fits your wrist if it doesn't look too small go for it all right. All Dan, right. do you want to promote anything other than your Wall Street Journal column? No, no, no. Uh, everything is, uh, is uh, thoroughly promoted. Uh, you, you can find me. Uh, uh, the subscriptions are uh, are <laughs> modestly priced. Uh, I think it's like $1,500 a, like a year. So like $1,500 a year. Crazy. So. Dan's cool uh, enough that he doesn't have to do social media, which is awesome. Well, that's, that's because I was uh, dangerous uh, on social media. And bad, <laughs> bad, bad for business. That's very funny. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, no, it's just true. But uh, but yeah, it's great to see. You. And uh, I'm Thanks sorry we're not uh, we're not uh, rocking some cars. Maybe next time we can go out and get some mm. uh, wheels under us. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much for coming in, dude. Yeah, man. See you. you soon. The Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. It's easy. All you need is a microphone, a connection to the internet, and something to say. We have our next live show is going to be... Shit, I don't know. Do we not have anything scheduled for next week? I'm going to have to schedule a show for next week. Mm, I only got the 24th and 25th in the schedule now. Harley and Dan Ro and Aaron Robinson. We're going to have to figure that one out for next week. All right, kids. That's our show. Good night. <laughs>